Hello. Oh, there, everybody. It's Joe Exotic from JoeExotic.tv, and today we're finally nope. going to show all the evidence there is to prove that that liar of Florida, Carol Baskin, did in fact murder her husband. But first, everybody, look at this tiger. <laughs> that is not a tiger. <laughs> not a tiger. I don't have any tiger plush in this house. Have uh, you been watching that? I've watched the whole thing. And how is that, Will? It's the best show of the year. Really now? Nothing else is going to compete with it. <laughs> it's so good. Everybody go out and watch Tiger King on Netflix. Uh, uh, I have yeah. not seen any of it. I've been trying to get through Boku no Hero. And you know what? I've been doing all right. <laughs> all you have to do, because like, I wasn't sure about it. My wife wasn't sure about it. Then we watched the trailer that's on Netflix. And we're just like, oh, we have to watch this whole thing. Just when you thought... It couldn't get any weirder. Somebody <laughs> else gets introduced to the narrative and it gets so much more weirder. I want to see McMillions. That's, I saw that. That, that. that That's also very that's good. That's a series? I thought it was a one-shot deal. It's a six-part series, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I'd that's very good. A it, deal. it will make you want McDonald's afterwards. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, hello, uh... AJ. <laughs> Hello, David. Hello, uh, Blokey. Hello, Marcos. Hello, Meep. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here today. Except um, a special hello to Brett Young for the 21 months and FNAX 4 for 23 months. Thank, thank you, guys. guys. Uh, there is, like, nothing to talk about. Yeah, news is, news is slowing to a halt due to world events. Yes. And also, and I didn't realize this, um... It's new. It's April Fool's Day. I was gonna say New Year's Eve because I don't know what time is anymore. Uh, that I knew. I see. I didn't realize it when I put my video up today, and people were asking me if it was an April Fool's joke. Oh, because you, because how could you possibly think that Ninja Turtles is the best? Yeah, uh... I, I I take that very seriously. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of uh, a lot of websites, a lot of news, and a lot of companies are like not doing anything. Because they don't want to make jokes at this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame them. I don't blame yeah. them for not wanting to make jokes. But, uh, I mean... Alright, well, anyway, we, 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 we got some things to talk about. We do have things to talk about. Like, for example, first, we're going to talk about, finally, this happened a few days ago, but uh, we're getting ports of Sunshine, 64, and Galaxy to the Switch. Probably, maybe. Uh, yes. A bunch of different websites said that we are. Mm-hmm. But it's still just a rumor because Nintendo never said anything. But first, it's the first of the month. Yes. So we have to talk for real. We have to talk about the Xbox and PlayStation Plus games with gold. That's or right. Whatever the free games that that. Yes. Oh, if you are subscribed to PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, of course those companies give you free games for you to play. Uh, so as long as you're subscribed to them, every month they give you new games. And since uh, April is beginning or has begun at least. Um, it's time to see what the new games are. So there. All right. So we always start with uh, PlayStation. This yeah. is like a little public service announcement to everybody. Yeah. You know, like if you got this stuff, this is free. Is, these games are free. So yeah. why wouldn't and you do this? I you know? know you're not doing anything anytime soon. So true. Might as well, you know, you got some games to play. And at least on Sony's end, you got some good ones. Because mm -hmm. starting... April, I always forget, April 6th, no, April 7th, first Tuesday of the month, 
you get Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Dirt Rally 2.0. Interesting. So, Uncharted 4 is a big deal. It is a very big deal. It's like their one of their flagship titles. Um, the only thing is, I'm pretty sure most people own this already because it's it is their flagship title. And at least my PS4 came with Uncharted. And I know they bundled oh, a lot yeah. of PS4s with Uncharted. So you may already have it already. But if you don't, now's the, now's the opportunity to play it. And you should because it's good. I assume. I haven't touched it yet. And then Dirt Rally. Dirt Rally. <laughs> well, I mean. Those games are good. Yeah, they're good. They've been around for a really long time. They have a hardcore fan base. Um, they do get a lot of good reviews uh, when they come out. So if you're into this type of racing game, uh, you, you'll enjoy yourself. All right. And then we got Xbox. Yes. All right. Wait a minute. Okay. I'm waiting. All right. Go through them. But that last one's weird. Go Go through them. Okay. All right. So, on the Xbox One, for the entire month of April, you get Project Cars 2. This is this is clearly not nearly as good, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> and Mighty... And, sorry, from April 16th to May 15th, also on Xbox One, you get Mighty Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle. So, that's <laughs> both games. All right. These Mighty are up Knights Uncharted. <laughs> And Mighty Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Okay. Look, man, D&D games are big. And I guess if you want to play a weird digital knockoff version, <laughs> there you go. All right. And then f- people liked Fable. Yeah, on the Xbox 360, which you can play on the Xbox One. Uh, Fable Anniversary, uh, April 1st to the 15th. And, and then, and then, it, it's a Genesis game. Yes, <laughs> we have Chakan the Forever Man. Yes, you do you know Chakan the Forever Man? I am familiar with Chakan the Forever How Man. How familiar yes. are you? I, I've I haven't played it. I've seen the box art and some, you know. Like the opening All cinematic, right. I guess. You All right, it. I gotta hold on. I gotta read you the synopsis for Shukan or Shukan the Forever Man. Okay, yes, please do. It's my favorite video game synopsis of all time. The game follows the tale of Chakan, a warrior who is so confident in his swordsmanship that he declares even death cannot best him in battle. Death appears and challenges Chakan. If Chakan can defeat him, he will be granted eternal life. However, if death wins, he will become death's eternal servant. The battle rages on for several days until Chakan emerges as the victor. Death grants him his reward, but additionally condemns him to wander all of existence until all supernatural evil is destroyed. After he has slain the supernatural evils of Earth, Chakan is shown stabbing himself with his sword in anticipation of his promised death. Death, which is a person now, we're talking about the person death, Mm -hmm. replies that every star in the universe contains a planet filled with supernatural evil. So Shakan's curse curse remains unlifted. The player is given a single attempt to defeat one such cosmic supernatural evil as a final boss in the game. If successful, Shakan states that rest will come another day. If Shakan defeats the boss... 
an hourglass background used in the plot exposition to show like, oh, this is the next level, mm-hmm. uh, appears without text. After 15 minutes of no text, a single line of text appears that says, not the end. So, also, this game is absolute garbage. I don't know if you've ever played Chicago the Forever Man. <laughs> this game sucks ass. I've, on- I've only ever seen, you know, bits and pieces, and from what you've told me of, you know, the synopsis. Well, the premise of the game, if you will. Apparently, it's free on Xbox. Yeah, Genesis game. This is unprecedented, Will. It's the first time ever. Well, I mean, they've had... Uh, you know, Streets of Rage, you know, the Genesis collection of that available. True. So it's just, you know, Streets of Rage and Chacon the Forever Man. <laughs> All right, this Not, is, you know, it's apples and oranges. This is a joke we got you, everybody. Yeah, yeah April Fool's, April Fool's joke. That's April Fool's. The last one is Toy Box. <laughs> Toy Box Turbos. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I, we're probably better off with Chacon the Forever Man. Yeah. Is that I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page now and it doesn't say that it's ever been re-released. Although allegedly <laughs> there's a Game Gear version. I found it on one of the little bootleg emulator things. Yeah. Because uh I was like, what is this game? And then I played it and I was like, this has to be a ROM hack or something, because this game sucks. Yeah. And no, it's real. And apparently it it's based on a comic book by Robert A. Krauss. Yes. Yes. I mean, Did how could that? that beautiful plot not be based on something that's already existing it's true i think it's one hit kills too even though you're immortal if you get hit once i think you're dead i think you're right um this game is freaking impossible to play too the controls are awful and i think it's one hit kills so it's brutally hard i Uh, went to just google it real quick to like bring up the wikipedia page but one of the first hits is an ign article from 2008 called screw this game <laughs> hardcore gamers praise it for street cred apparently hardcore means hating fun i just love how he's like i'm the best swordsman in the world i can fight even death and then he does and then he wins and now he has to fight every evil in the entire universe yeah. the game is you going between stars there's like six stars or something and you have to beat each star yeah, and you're like a you're like four thousand years old or something because you've been doing it for four thousand years or something. Anyway, uh, happy happy April Fools, everybody! Sorry, you have to get toy box instead. Yeah, <laughs> Project Cars two, Knights of Pen and Paper bundle, Fable Anniversary, Toy Box Turbos. Those are the actual games with gold this month for Xbox. I tried really hard to uh, put the image on the web page. Yeah, I told Will I was like trying up until the last minute and then i decided why don't i just open the image and put it over the the web page and then yeah because I, I, I got nervous because as i was reading it i see like oh bob didn't edit this are we going through with this bit or not <laughs> we did it we did it uh anyway playstation wins playstation has uncharted it's a much bigger mm-hmm. deal uncharted um i mean i know they're fans of fable uh fable anniversary i think is the definitive way to play the first fable game but yeah, Uncharted is probably the much bigger deal at this point. Yes. We just got a bunch of super chats that we, we got to go through before we get to the main story here. Uh, we got Hytham G with $5. Could we see 64 GameCube or Wii and Wii U games on the Switch soon in the future since Mario games are rumored come to the Switch? What do you guys think? I mean, we'll talk about it when yeah. we get to the topic, but uh, 
I think there's possibility for any of that. I, I just don't. I don't know if it's going to be like a big library of those types of games. Like if we mm-hmm. get to GameCube or Wii or Wii U, I think it's yeah. going to be a very small select few. Because it looks like, you know, just by you know what meager things they have for NES and SNES on Switch, it's smaller and smaller per console. Even when they did virtual consoles like that, the NES had a huge library, SNES was smaller, N64 was smaller. So I'd imagine it would be smaller across the, uh, you know, across these platforms as well nintendo likes to um nintendo likes to curate their um their retro games so especially the 3d ones they're gonna try to polish them up so they're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to do like a big library the way that they want to anyway uh dark type with five dollars this super chat is only for bob's dog happy april uh, first day. Does that mean that it's not for the dog, or it is for the dog? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this day. This day send sucks. us another five dollars to clarify. <laughs> uh, Justin Coley with uh, three uh, pounds. How's parenting going, Will? I have a sixteen-month-old. That well, she- uh, at that point, do we go by months? Yeah. When do you stop? Up to two years, I think. Oh my god, it's too many. Yeah. Um, if you listen very closely, you can hear her crying right now and my poor wife trying to calm her down while I'm over here doing work. (laughs) Uh, thank you, Justin. We got, uh, Justin in OG. Yeah. We got seven with, uh, 70 czar, which looked like a lot. (laughs) Uh, hey, Will, sorry if you've been asked this before, but did you watch the Harley Quinn cartoon from last year on DC Universe? If so, what did you think of it? That was from last year? Oh, yeah, it debuted last year. Uh, I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen, like, a lot of, like, bits and pieces of it here and there, but it is very good, and it is very funny. It has a a great cast. Uh, The jokes are done well. Um, So, yeah, I'd recommend it if you have a DC Universe subscription, which I last count, we have more subscribers than DC Universe. Oh, my good Lord. Is is uh that's the one with the cursing and everything, right? Yeah. Well, and they all have cursing, but you know, this is the animated one. This, but this is the one that's like over the top. It's like trying yeah, to yeah. be like, yeah. I saw, a, well, I've seen a lot of clips of it, and all of them just look like they're just being like vulgar for the sake of it. Yeah. But there was one that was really good. It was uh, I don't want to butcher it, but it was the Joker talking to Harley Quinn, and mm-hmm. uh, it's something about piss, and the way he says piss is really funny. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, hey, what do you say we talk about these rumored Mario games coming to the Switch? Uh, sure. Just that my friends are texting each other about Borderlands, and I want to send them the article about how Borderlands is withholding bonuses from its employees. So give me a second. Yeah, you do that. All right. <laughs> also, uh, special notice in the chat: we got uh, William Wolf or Wolf Den Dad saying, "Son, one, stop picking your beard and wash those hands." I, I wash my hands. Our mother sent us an article before. Oh, no. She's just said, apparently coronavirus can live in your beard. So shave your beards. And then oh, we'll... I, I've, I read that. I finished reading that article. Bacteria can live in your beard, but viruses can't. There's there a difference. Go. Enjoy your corona beards, everybody. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to read this article. It's from Gamatsu, which I believe broke the story, but it it's confirmed by a bunch of different people. Yeah. Um. But Eurogamer linked to 
Oh, I'll just read this part. Nintendo will celebrate uh, the 35th anniversary of Super Mario on 20 in 2020 by re-releasing most of, quote, the series' back catalog and several other Mario titles for Switch, according to VGC, which is... That video game charts? Video Games Chronicle. Uh. And Eurogamer. So Eurogamer uh, su- sourced... Gamatsu and Gamatsu Mm -hmm. sourced Eurogamer. According to Eurogamer report, the back catalog titles include a deluxe version of Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario 3D World, which has been rumored for a while, and that's pretty much like a like a like an easy guess. Yeah, since we got the uh, new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, we'll probably get a deluxe Super Mario 3D World. Uh, which will add an array of new levels, plus remasters of Super Mario Galaxy and a couple of other 3D Mario favorites. Both reports claim a new entry in the Paper Mario series is also in the works. That's a whole lot of Mario. Yeah. Um, According to the VGC report, a Super Mario 35th anniversary event was originally planned to take place at E3 2020 in June which is now canceled. But Nintendo is now reviewing its plans in light of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. The event would have also revealed new details regarding Nintendo's partnership with Universal, including the Super Nintendo World, a theme park attraction, and animated Super Mario movie. I completely forgot about that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Gamatsu has heard similar reports, specifically in regards to Super Mario 3D World Deluxe, a new new Paper Mario title, and high-definition remasters of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, when contacted by VGC, Nintendo said, quote, it doesn't have any, it doesn't report on rumors or speculation. Right, right. Uh, update venture beat has gone up with its own report uh it said nintendo is pursuing something like a super mario all-stars 2 for the 3d mario games which would be awesome yeah this one includes super mario 64 super mario sunshine and super mario galaxy and galaxy 2 they're saying uh it's likely that the 3d world may get its own separate deluxe style release while it's possible the older 3D Mario games could come in a single compilation, it's also likely that Nintendo will release them individually as it did with its Zelda remasters. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's very un-Nintendo. I think Nintendo would want to squeeze as much out of each title. Yeah. I would imagine they would they would do individual titles for each one, which would be stupid i'd much rather have an all-stars 2 that sounds awesome i mean it sounds plausible that they would do an all-stars 2 because they did an all-stars 1 mm-hmm. um the thing is because these are you know these are the 3d games these are bigger games these are more expensive games they probably would want to you know release them individually to get the most bang for their buck um because especially because you remember all-stars was not just a collection it was basically remakes of the of the first three games and the lost levels so right. if they were to do that, they would essentially be remaking these games again. And they would especially have to for the Galaxy because those revolved around the Wii Remote. I Well, yeah. I mean, we got the Joy-Con. Um, yeah, the Joy-Con can pull similar. But the they would need to do something. don't play it like a Wii. They play it like a regular video game system. They would need to mess with it a little bit to get it to mm-hmm. work with Joy-Con instead of Wiimotes. 
Um, I would much rather have Super Mario All-Stars type situation. I'd much rather yeah. have them all in one. Um, that would make a lot more sense because they wouldn't have to remaster it too much. Yeah. Like, like they would just need to kind of like port it and polish it up. And I, I mean, like Super Mario All-Stars, really all they had to do was change the sprites. Like all the sprites were different. Yeah. Well, the uh, sprites, the background, the music. Right. I'm sure they, they mess with the physics. And and that kind of worked across all of the games. Like uh like you had Super Mario One and Super Mario the Lost Levels, like those yeah. were the same uh sprites. Um Super Mario three was different. But it kinda had the same art style. Well they were they were all different. They all they all had <sighs> No, they all had different art styles. Right, I'm just thinking of the lost levels because that is the same, basically the same as the first sprite one, yeah. sheet. Yeah. Um, so ignore everything I just said, <laughs> but still, I think that it'd be easier to do them all in one big package. Um, yeah. Uh, 3D World getting its own separate deluxe style—that's a sure shot. That's—I would bet a lot of money on that happening. Yeah. Especially because that was a Wii, a Wii U game on its own. Right. And they seem to just port Wii U games to the Switch just straight up. They don't put it in a collection. They don't even really remaster them in any way. Yeah, because, I mean, they just need the power to make them run at 1080p. And mm-hmm. they got more than enough on the Switch. Um, There's another update here. A new VGC report echoes our own and Venture Beats reports. It said VGC can now confirm that among the Mario titles set to appear on Switch are 1997's Mario 64. I didn't know that was 97. Uh, 2002's Super Mario Sunshine and 2007's Super Mario Galaxy. No, Super Mario 64 was 96. That's what I thought. Yeah, this is when the 64 launched. Is it different in any different regions maybe gamatsu is not american reading okay uh i lost my spot one person with knowledge of nintendo's plans said that their re-releases were being treated as a special anniversary collection of games rather than standard digital ports which is 97 in europe oh maybe they're european uh, it continued, Nintendo will also reveal several other Mario titles in 2020. That includes a deluxe version of 2013 uh, Wii U game Super Mario 3D World, which will be bolstered with new content and levels. Many 2D Mario games are already available on Nintendo Switch via the console's Switch Online, NES, and SNES apps. And Nintendo plans to add to its library in the near future, VGC was told. I'm noticing a lack of... Um, enthusiasm in this article over the paper mario port because <laughs> i heard up people were making a big stink about the paper mario port yeah not, not i know port, i know there's like a brand yeah, new are, paper mario game yeah the, um yeah because they said it was going to be more like the the 64 on the gamecube paper mario like that was what the the scuttle what was and people were excited about that because those are the only paper mario games that people seem to like what's okay i always get this confused mm. we played the n64 one because we used to rent it a lot Yes. But we only owned the one for the Wii, correct? Correct. That's Super Paper Mario. Okay. And that's different because that's an RPG platformer, whereas the other Paper Mario games are just straight-up turn-based RPGs. 
So that's the one nobody likes. <laughs> I don't think it's that nobody likes it. I don't think anybody really has an opinion on it because it's not a traditional Paper Mario game. I loved it. I thought it was see. awesome. It is. Yeah, no, it's very good. But I think that's just because I'm not, I, I mean, I wasn't, you know, that invested in Paper Mario, you know? I, yeah. I'd rather no, have a traditional Mario game. The ones people don't like are Sticker Star and Color Splash. Okay, okay. So people are cool with Super Paper Mario. Yes. I'm trying to find an article specifically talking about the Paper Mario port because they said that it's going to go back to the original style of Paper Mario, like the yeah. GameCube and N64 style Paper Mario. Yeah. Um, I remember that being its own article. Um, maybe Venture be No, this is all right. a collection of... For remasters or our sources telling us that Nintendo is pursuing something like Super Mario All-Stars 2. Okay, more of that. I, this is the first time I'm hearing like a Super Mario All-Stars 2 situation. Yeah. The Paper Mario game, meanwhile, represents a return to that franchise's roots. This means something closer to the N64 and GameCube games, which are beloved. And leaving behind the baggage of the more forgettable entries on 3DS and Wii U. Oh, so they're ignoring Super Paper Mario. Yeah, I think because it's so different from the other games. Finally, expect Nintendo to fill out the Mario celebrations in other ways as well. This could even mean more Mario games on the Switch Online subscription service. Yeah, it's still not a lot of enthusiasm over the Paper Mario. Like the yeah. internet, like Twitter was going way crazier about Paper Mario than uh, than these articles are going. Yeah. So I hope this is true. This is still just a rumor, but it seems like uh, a lot of people can confirm the rumor. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, what better time than the 35th anniversary? I mean, Nintendo hasn't been doing any... They, ha they don't have any big announcements for the rest of the year. And I think... Um, these are their aces in the hole. You know, this is like, if yeah. they pulled this out at, at E3, people would go nuts. I mean, they also need a new game, but I yeah. guess Paper Mario could be that game. I'm su I'm surprised. You know, it's funny because like we were all thinking Metroid Prime trilogy and here they are throwing like, nope, all the Mario games. <laughs> I mean, it's still possible we can get a Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like it's done and they're just waiting for Metroid Prime 4 to be done. Yeah. I feel like, because the Wii U, like, when it launched, it launched big. Like, it had Breath of the Wild, had Mario Odyssey. Then the next year was, like, more of a quiet year. And then, like, eventually they followed up with Smash Brothers and things like that. So, like, it seems to go in cycles. Like, one year is really hot, then the next year isn't so hot, then the next year is really but, hot. But there's always a first-party game that we can look forward to you know yeah right now there's nothing there's breath of the wild 2 and there's no date on that yeah you know uh and i guess you could say metroid prime 4 but there's no date on that either mm -hmm. uh i expect breath of the wild 2 to come out before that um but anyway i would play all of these remasters i've yes. played like i like i i've been done with mario 64 like i play that all the time i feel like uh, Mario Sunshine, I need to replay that because it's yeah. been a really long time since I've replayed that. Um, and I, I, that gets a lot of crap. I think it's one of the best Mario games still. Yeah, no, it's excellent. It's a very good game. 
uh, I, I did, however, uh, play it. I remember playing it in that GCHD video where we were. Uh, I was testing out the upscaler on the uh, GameCube. Yeah. And uh, it does control pretty bad. <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> it to control a lot better than it actually did. Yeah, I'm uh, sure it's all like weird and pecocted because the GameCube controller is all weird. Yeah, I mean, Mario 64 also controls weird. Yeah. Uh, comparatively. Like compared to modern controls, mm -hmm. uh, but Mario sixty four, yeah, is like noticeably a little jank. That's another thing. I mean, How are Mario they Sunshine update these games. Like, are they going to try to replicate the control scheme I hope verbatim, not. or are they going to like have to update it? They they have to do something. Mario sixty four yeah. needs a free look rotating camera. Yeah, I just oh, I'm picking on my switch. Yeah, the C stick would have to be mapped to the right stick, and then really it's only the two buttons. Oh, what are we talking about? What what control? Are we talking about sixty four? Yeah, sixty four. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's only two buttons. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The 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 biggest problem is the camera in Mario sixty four. That needs to be remastered. Yeah. You can't just port that. Yeah. Um, Mario Sunshine, I think, just needs some mechanical tweaks. I think that would be super easy to port control wise. Yeah. Um, it just feels a little jank. You know, it just needs mm. it just needs a little bit of that polish. Galaxy, you just straight up port it, up-res it, and you're good to go. Well, you'd still have to, like, futz with the control scheme because people are not going right. to want to play it like they did it on the Wii. They're going to want to play it like a traditional game. The the whole Joy-Con situation. Yeah. I mean, the, the Wiimote situation. Yeah. Because, like, when they ported uh, Twilight Princess to the Wii U, I'm... They gave it, you know, traditional control scheme. It, you didn't have to play it with a Wii remote. Mm -hmm. Can uh, you even play that remake with a Wii remote? Riley in the chat says, "What about Z?" Yeah, Z's. That's that's an easy problem to fix. There's two Z buttons. <laughs> Z L and Z. That's the least of the problems. Yeah. Um. So I'd be excited to play 64 again. I'd be. I'd go through all of them. I'd, yeah. One of the reports said Galaxy One and Two, and another report just said Galaxy One. I feel uh, like if, if you're going to do one, you might as well do the other. Yeah. I mean, it's the same assets, right? Yeah. So, yeah, why not? Um, I have never played through the Galaxy games. I've only played a little bit of, I think, the second one. So I've, I've played a little bit of both of them, but I've never, like, gotten far enough to say, like, oh, I've beaten the game or, like, I've put a good, you know, substantial amount of time into them. But I would I'd, definitely play them if they put them on the Switch. Yeah, I'd be most excited for that. Mm -hmm. If 64 gets a complete overhaul, that's going to be a lot of fun because mm -hmm. I have a lot of nostalgia for that game, but it just does not hold up well <laughs> anymore. Like part of playing the game now is dealing with the jank of, yeah. of the Nintendo 64. Last time I played it was uh, I played a randomizer, which is an emulated version that just mixes everything up like doors open to different areas uh yeah you go into one uh picture and you'll end up in a different level and you'll drop in a random part of the level and you'll get a random star and things cost a random amount of stars it's very it's very confusing but i also did what's called crowd control where uh if you donate you can uh do stuff in the game like you can instantly kill me you can make me like uh, slide when I'm not supposed to. You can give me like items. You can take items away. It was absolute chaos. Um, 
Paper Mario, I mean, I'll play it, but I'm I'm less excited about that. You're gonna, you'll play it, but you're not going to like it. I'll play it, but I'm going to have a bad time. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I'm much more of a fan of the platforming Mario games. Yeah. But again, I hope it's all one big All-Stars collection. That sounds like a really good yeah. idea. I feel like they would do that for Mario. I don't know if they'd do that for, like, Zelda, though. Uh, no. Well, yeah. they already, I mean, they already did a lot of remasters for Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So, like, when they do the Zelda remasters, they're their own thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Mario remasters, I feel like they they would be okay with putting that in a bundle. I can see them doing that, but I would not be surprised if they didn't do that. I, I hope I hope they do. And and, yeah. and as far as Mario 3D World Deluxe, I don't think I would buy that. No. Especially if we're getting all those other games in an All-Stars collection. Yeah, the better games. The only reason I would buy 3D World again is to stream it. And I w- that game was pretty forgettable. I'm not gonna like I, it was really good. It was a really yeah. good game, but it was kind of just like milk toast Mario, you know. Yeah. Um, I would much rather stream all of those All Star games if that's what we get. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot what the rest I was gonna say was. Uh, Booga in the chat says Color Splash is really really great, but the combat system is just effing garbage. That's that's I guess what everybody's complaint is. Yeah. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. Uh what does this mean for Nintendo sixty four games on the Switch, Will? Does this mean anything? No. No. <laughs> I don't think it means anything. Um I mean it would be great if they just freaking put N sixty four games on Switch online like they've done the other consoles, but they've been so weird and cagey about their back catalog. I mean, they always have been. But now even more so. So I don't think this means anything. I mean, I think N64 is going to be way, 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 way harder than NES and SNES to get. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely would be. Because of the licensing and because it's a freaking 3D game. and Licensing, uh, just the emulation of N64 in general isn't as strong and stable as it is for NES and SNES. Um, And that's probably part of why they want to remaster mario 64 then just give mm-hmm. it a straight port yeah it would be interesting if they give us the remaster in the mario all-stars collection and then also give us a couple of mario 64 games like in i mean a couple of just nintendo 64 games in like the nintendo switch online yeah that would be really interesting like and, and they give us the original mario 64 in that um but i don't see that happening i don't see that i i see them holding on to uh, Nintendo 64 games like holding them back. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get those in, in Switch Online. I think Game Boy is much more uh, likely. Oh, yeah. Because that's easy. That would be easy for them to do. And then people would be pissed because they're going to want their N64 instead. As far as other N64 games coming to the Switch, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I think All I know, just... as of now, the only N64 games that I know that are on the Switch are Turok 1 and 2. Yep. Those are remakes. Those are HD remakes. And I think the next one that's coming, Shadow Man. Shadow Man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is also based on a Valiant Comics property. You, do you happen to mean Chakan the Forever Man? You, you I don't mean, mean Chakan okay. the Forever Man. I mean Shadow Man. That's it. There it is. I've seen that yeah. before. Um. 
Incidentally, Chakan the Shadow Man, Chakan the Forever Man is only $20 complete in box on eBay. Did I not buy it? I think I have it. Do you? I don't know. I got to look. Yeah. If we're ever allowed back at our parents' house. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Why is Shadow Man coming to the Switch? Who who owns So Shadow Man was one of those... Shadow Man is a Valiant Comics property. Okay. Um, and Valiant was bought by Acclaim. Mm-hmm. Acclaim bought Valiant to make video games based on their comics. They only made two. They made um, Turok and Shadow Man. Oh, so it's whoever got the rights to Turok, did they also get the rights to Shadow Man? I think Man? so. It's Night Dive Studios, and they just like snatch up rights to like old games that haven't been published in years. Like They did um, System Shock 2. When that was re-released, this this let's play says Shadow Man N sixty four review HD and look at how garbage it looks. It's in seven twenty, but it looks like just mush. Yeah, and it's stretched. Uh, I've always wanted to play it. I've heard it's not bad. So it looks pretty bad. Yeah, but probably is. There when was I a did... sequel on PS two that's apparently worse. <laughs> When I did my video on that N64 controller that could also just so happen connect to the Switch, yeah, uh, the only game I could test it with was Turok because it's the only <laughs> N64 game. I'd be more than happy to try it out with uh, Mario 64, but I feel like the yeah. controls are going to be all different for Mario 64. I cannot play Nintendo 64 with a Nintendo 64 controller because you can't. It's hard to find a Nintendo 64 controller that isn't broken, mm. and. Uh, it just feels weird. It just does not feel like a normal controller. I trying to think. I can't remember the last time I played it, but I played it at my friend's house not too long ago, like maybe a year or two ago. But it was games I played a million times before, like it's Golden Eye, it's Mario Kart, it's Diddy Kong Racing. So like I I know how those games work and I know how they feel. It's just second nature. So like I didn't, you know, notice anything out of the ordinary. But if I were to play, if I were to play Shadow Man. <laughs> or Tarok or a game like that, something I'm not as familiar with, I'd be like, game's broken. <laughs> but you don't notice games that you're even familiar with being weird? Like, even like I, GoldenEye I, feels weird. I mean, it's weird, yeah, but I I find with a game like that, like, I do fall back into the rhythm of it, and I, like, get used to it. That's true, that's true. Yeah, I get used to it quicker than I would say a game I'm not familiar with. That is very true. I'm always... Ama- like I can, I can get amazed easily when there's a game that I've never heard of that I try mm-hmm. that's on an old console and it feels good. Yeah. I'm like, that's the most impressive thing to me. Um, Joel McKinney in the chat says GoldenEye 64 switch online, all caps. Uh, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. GoldenEye uh, it, is going to be like impossible to get because of the licensing. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, I stand by it. If that ever happens, I will throw every single piece of furniture <laughs> that, I, that is within my immediate vicinity in excitement. Somebody uh, record that and save it on your yeah. camera roll so that when it happens, uh, we have a video to call back on. I forgot. Like, I think it was before we went to E3 last year, we went out to dinner and I it was during the Microsoft conference. And I tweeted that. <laughs> and like I showed my wife and she's like, if that happens and you start throwing stuff at this restaurant, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be a good video. Yeah. Um, all right, we got I Require Coffee with $3. Ola, Wolf Boys, great vid on your Bob channel, Bob. Thanks, man. I did a video about the coronavirus 
Yeah. On, on my own channel. It was accidentally 30 minutes long. Oopsies. <laughs> Uh, so go check that out, youtube.com slash Bob Wolf. Um, Eric says, Brawler 64 is the best N64 controller. The original sucks. Brawler 64 is great. Yes. The Hyperkin one's also great. It's just more expensive, uh, but it's wireless. Yeah. But no, the Brawler one I like because it, I like wired. It's a lot easier. You just plug it in and it's great. I feel like we're going to start getting more wireless N64 controllers. Mm -hmm. Especially if we get this. Yeah, because it's coming up on that, like, you know, N64 nostalgia is big right now. Is like, you know, it's big right now, but it's all, it'll only get bigger. It, I guarantee you, if Analog ever makes an N64 console, 8BitDo will release an N64-style controller. When can we look forward to the Analog's Game Boy? Isn't that supposed to be soon? Yeah, it's supposed to be this year. Analog Pocket, that's what it's called. Yeah. Because I cannot freaking wait. I thought it was supposed to be April. I don't know. I, I signed up for updates, and they never they never sent any. They sent... Uh, you can finally buy the adapters for the Mega SG, and they're all sold out. Mm. And they're re-releasing their uh, Analog NT, the NES clone. For like $500. Yes, that, that I do about. The Unlock Pocket uh, just says coming 2020. Yeah. So I'd imagine that they have some setbacks because of the Kabona virus. Yeah. Um. Whenever I have people over and they see the N64 mm-hmm. and I pull, I hook it up with the Super 64 and the, the Frame Meister, I get all excited. Yeah. Because it's like, first of all, it's a flex. <laughs> but also nobody appreciates it i'm no, the only no. one I, I get really like nerded i'm like this is the best you will ever see an n64 yeah. it's never gonna look better than this blah, and no nobody cares yeah no you're at because like when i said before i was playing n64 at my friend's house it was through rca cables mm-hmm. it was through composite and, you, and, and you're I'm, like Ugh, these amateurs yeah. i know it's terrible but, but I'm, like every everyone else in the room is like, oh man, this is great. It's just like when we were kids. Oh, I'm like, no, it's not. But also, when you hook it up, you know, the cool way through all this stuff, it still looks like trash. To, like to, but it to people like who don't know anybody. Pretty trash. It looks it looks like polished up trash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, that's it for N64 and Sunshine and yeah galaxy and whatever i really hope that happens uh i mean that'll give nintendo a lot to talk about at e3 hopefully they got some you know first party triple a games to talk about paper yeah. mario that'll be a big deal but we need something else you know like a like a breath of the wild too yeah or metroid prime 4 just something on metroid prime 4 <laughs> yes you know what be cool you know what i want mario strikers that would be awesome. Yeah, I've never played one of those, and apparently they're excellent. Oh, you never played uh, the GameCube one? No. I did. I was recording, like, years ago somewhere, and uh, one of our friends was just like, oh, you guys want to play Mario Strikers? And I was like, okay. And that was the first time I've ever played it. So yeah. it was already, like, 10 years after it came out, and it was freaking amazing. And I was playing with people who don't normally play video games. Yeah. And it was really good. Uh, anyway... Oh, we got another super chat. Yes. Um, Hamid Al Alman with five pounds. 
Not sure if you already discussed Borderlands any good. Would it be worth it on Switch? What would be a fair price? Thanks, y'alls. Will, what, what, how do you think? What do you think about Borderlands? Uh, oh, I got my opinions on Borderlands. <laughs> but I can't say it because it gets me in trouble. Will hates Borderlands. I don't like Borderlands. I don't think it's very good. I think it, they're very overrated. I think it's not as cleverly written as other people do. I think the mechanics are not as, you know, good as other people think they do. I think it's... I don't think it's a very good game. I really liked the first one. I thought it was really, really good and had a lot of fun playing it with friends. Um, Borderlands 2, I also really liked, but I fell off of playing it. I guess I didn't have like the same... There's a lot coming out that year, and I guess I didn't have a lot of uh, friends to play with at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, or people who were playing it. It's not like I just ran out of friends. <laughs> um, Borderlands 3... I don't like Gearbox anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm not playing Borderlands 3 because I don't like Gearbox. It's like, I'm I'm not usually one to like put my foot down and be like, I'm taking a stand. I don't like this company. I'm not buying their product. Normally, I like to see the art on its own away from whoever made it. Yeah. But Gearbox is a bunch of pieces of garbage and I can't, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to promote it or be involved in any way of that. Yeah. Um, you said now they're not paying their employees for whatever reason. Yeah, there was an article on Kotaku. Um, border, apparently, the way Gearbox works is they pay their employees below industry average mm-hmm. with the promise of huge bonuses for like when the games are released. And in the past, like a commission that, of what, like a cut of what the game makes. Right. Yeah. And apparently, in the past, that's worked fairly well with like you know bonuses being high enough for people to buy houses but this time around for borderlands 3 that's not the case like randy randy pitchford called everybody in and said hey those big ass bonuses we promised you april fools (laughs) and they're like they're not getting paid the bonus and that sucks because a lot of people like they were already told like what the bonuses were going to be and they started making financial plans based on that Apparently, like Randy Pitchford also like embezzled sixteen million dollars from the company or something ridiculous embezzled like that. Sixteen million dollars. Uh, the reason why Claptrap is a different voice actor in Borderlands Three is because Randy Pitchford beat up the original yeah, voice. He physically actor. assaulted the other guy who now works yeah. for Rooster Teeth. He's a great yeah. guy. I see him in podcast all the time. He Randy Pitchford uh, is a known liar. <laughs> like when he promotes the video games, he will say one thing, and then the exact opposite will happen. Yeah. Um famously with Aliens Colonial Marines. Um so I think Borderlands actually I played Borderlands 3 for a hot minute at E3 and oh, yeah, I really right. liked it. It was really yeah. good. Uh I would love to buy it and play it, but I don't I I don't want Randy Pitchford getting my $60. Yeah. And, and I don't want to promote it cuz I I think that the company's trash, you know? Yeah, and you know, it sucks because you know, had, you know, probably had we bought the game, you know, it would have helped uh, the employees, you know, actually get their bonus. They would have made more money. But but we don't know that because it also could just go to Randy Pitchford's pocket because he embezzled $60 million. Yeah. <laughs> There's also that one uh, controversy where somebody found a flash drive that had a bunch of Gearbox stuff on it and part of it was porn. Yeah. Um, that story got that was Randy Pitchford. That that got drive. really bizarre. That got like Tiger King bizarre. So that people were saying it's like it was like child porn and stuff, but really yeah. what it was was a uh, stepsister 
and stepdaughter porn. Yeah. Which like if you've seen porn in the last like five years, that's, that's all most of it. Of porn. That's that's all of it. So it's people started to say it was like people were yeah. misconstruing what it was. And, I mean, and the like, guy just likes porn. If he's listen, well, it no. wasn't just the fact that there was porn. It was like what the girl was doing on the porn that he went into detail with. That I'm not going to repeat here because <laughs> it's a family show. But listen, like 2020, he, he kept... it's 2020. Man, he's allowed to watch whatever porn he wants as long as it's legal. Yeah, you know. But he like he wasn't making it making himself look any better is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right, right, right. So I always try to leave that out when I talk about the controversies that Randy Pitchford and Gearbox get into. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. Uh, hey, now we can talk about all the April Fool's jokes that are going on right now. Mm. Uh, it, today is April 1st. Yes. So be careful what you believe. Um, I think we should have skipped April Fool's this year. Yeah, I think it's just not a good time to be joking on us. Also, a lot of video game company April Fool's jokes just get people excited for something that's never going to happen. Yeah. It's kind of like a big tease for a yeah. lot of companies. And we'll get to that. Uh, this is an article from Destructoid, who has a pretty good comprehensive list. First thing on here is uh, Fantasy Battle Royale for PUBG. Now, these are the type of April Fool's jokes that I like. Uh, I I mean I the video that they have here is pretty stupid. It's mm -hmm. it's like a live action video of like LARPing people, but it's like in a PUBG setting. Uh, but it turns out there's a new game mode, and it's like basically LARPing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in the game. It's like that's kind of cool, you know. It's like a special game mode for uh for the I guess April. Well, let's read it. Uh, fantasy Battle Royale has players pick one of four classic fantasy roles to play. Uh, they are Barbarian, Melee Only, High Health, and Consecutive Successful Attacks Increases Movement Speed, which turns him into a whirling dervish that stabs and slices. Ranger, Long Rage Sniper, High Damage, Low Health, and is stealth-oriented as her movements makes no sound. Wizard highest damage output through casting spells like raining down meteor showers, but has the lowest health of any class and paladin healers who aid their party by hitting them or throwing area off area of effect health bombs, but they can also hurt and slow down enemies by striking them. Unlike normal PUBG fantasy battle Royale shies away from looting uh, there are no guns, equipment, or first aid items lying around. Instead, there are materials scattered about that can be used to craft, essentially upgrading the weapon, necklace, and ring that every player starts out with. However, the blue circle shrinks faster and chips harder in Fantasy Battle Royale. It seems like it's meant to discourage dawdling about, instead emphasizing just getting right into the frame. So I like that because it's like, not really a joke. They're like actually yeah. doing it, you know? It's like an actual mm -hmm. game mode. Uh, I don't know how long it's for, though. It just says it's happening on April 1st. I imagine, like, it'd probably go for, like, the weekend. Something like that. Something like that usually does. Um, Now, I haven't played PUBG in a while. But I wonder if they ever fixed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> the game did, did not play well. 
and they always added stuff and it's like yo you gotta make the game run before you yeah. add stuff you know like they added a new map before they made it stable uh anyway the next thing on this list is yoko taro uh physically amuses on the coronavirus physically philosophically muses. philosophically i can't i can't do it well and then it's like this tweet that's it just links to this tweet that's all in japanese and i was like this is stupid i'm not going to include this but it was actually kind of funny yeah on april 1st 2020 when the new coronavirus became popular the quote self-restricted april fools faction and the quote enjoy april fools at such a time uh began to fight and the people were divided since then april 1st has been called the day of hatred may this tweet remain a lie (laughs) it's like a little it's like a little like blob guy yeah which is all sad so this isn't really an april fool's joke this is just them saying like uh people like it people like april fools people don't like april fools and now they are fighting it's just a, a meditative reflection, I guess you could say. I still don't even know what this is. What? Like, who is this guy? I think he's the guy who created um, Nier Automata. Uh, is he? I think so. Yes. Yes, he is. You are correct. So did, That's not even a joke. That's just him reflecting. Yeah. But the complete opposite. We got World of Tanks doing Turret, t- turret Town, which is just... It's like a game mode. It's 4v4, but instead yeah. of tanks, you're playing turrets that move. So basically tanks. <laughs> this one's stupid. I don't like this yeah. one. Uh, a joke Newegg PC case mod. I don't remember looking at this one. Sorry, but this promotion has ended. Okay, well, I guess we're not going to look at that one. Oh, well. Prinnies took over. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got it. Mine It says, it says no. The Newegg 4... F four C A uh D three facade. I see what you did there. Insta PC case mod. Does it look cool? Yeah, it looks very cool. Uh behold, New Egg's new F four A F four C A D three Insta PC case mod. Oh, I, fa- I found it on YouTube. Uh it's an instant, easy to inst- easy to install upgrade for your underpowered home PC. And give you a look of true gaming rig in seconds. Um, is it real? No, and honestly, it it just looks like a little like oh. sticker you put over. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's literally just a sticker you put over that looks like a yeah. cool computer, but it's it's you just put it over your computer. But yeah. here's a st- here you go. <laughs> now you got a cool computer. All right. Uh, next, Prinnies took over NIS. What is NIS again? Uh, Disgaea? Yes. I don't want to play this because... I don't know what Prinnies are, but I played the video and there's boobs in it. So I'm not... We're not doing it. Hey, all right. Little anime <laughs> boobs. Um, a fake Platinum Games project. That probably pissed a lot of people off. So Platinum Games did their fourth announcement today. They said there were mm-hmm. four announcements. They, what were they? I know we got um, Wonderful 101. Uh, they were making, they're opening a new studio. Okay. And I don't remember the other. Uh Oh, it was that other game. The, the, the Gridman looking game. Oh, right. I forgot the name of it. Yeah. But this is the fourth one. And it's a joke. It's, it's, uh, I don't know what game they're, they're, 
they're like riffing on some yeah. uh 1980 game that's like a shmup moon presta is that even a real game no okay well i think these are games that are within wonderful 101 yeah because they're going through like the years and like going through all these different shmups and then it ends with what looks like a new shmup um and then it ends with a screen that uh is like an arcade cabinet and it looks like they made a new arcade cabinet and then it mm-hmm. just switches to a title screen that says wonderful 101 remasters coming right so that fell flat people were not excited about that i'd imagine they have another announcement coming soon yeah i'd imagine that that is not their fourth announcement that would be really sad <laughs> if they built everything up to that um Anyway, a war a Warframe style uh, sh- show teaser. So this is like tube channel. Oops. Here's a sneak Warframe lifestyle show teaser. So this is a lifestyle YouTube channel. Yeah. They're teasing that they're making a YouTube channel that is all of the characters of Warframe doing lifestyle stuff. Right. Like ASMR and like uh, weird stuff. It's weird. It's just a quirky video. This mm-hmm. one seems pretty harmless. I'd imagine nobody actually wants this. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, this one is the opposite. This one's going to get people upset. Yeah. Uh, a Quackshot remake that's too cruel of a, jo- of a joke to fake and perfectly summarizes why I don't really like April Fool's that much. So Quackshot, real quick, was a Genesis game um starring donald duck it was uh you know a a genesis platformer you know it was is in that era when like sega was making good disney platformers like castle of illusion and whatnot um and i guess fg fdg entertainment who've been doing the monster boy remakes so the thing about this april fool's joke is that there's a hint of truth to it because they did pitch to disney a remake of quack shot in the vein of ducktales remastered did they do DuckTales Remastered? Are. Did they do DuckTales Remastered? No, Way Forward did. Oh, then what the hell? Then what makes them think they'll get this? <laughs> well, I mean, just because they're not Way Forward doesn't mean they can't, you know, go over and pitch it to Disney. So this very Way, Way Forward doesn't own DuckTales Remastered. Disney does. Right. This does very much look like a like a pitch. Like this doesn't look like a final product. This looks yeah. like concept art. Yeah, the art style is very much the the current DuckTales cartoon. I mean, it looks freaking awesome, though. Yeah, it looks great. And I would play an entire game like that. This is uh, this is upsetting. The tweet says, surprise, we're happy to announce our new game project. Hashtag DuckTales Quack Shots together with our hashtag Monster Boy game development partner, Game Atlier. Did they say anything after that? Oh, they, they do have another. Yeah. They said, thank you for the overwhelming feedback on our DuckTales Quackshot screens. We worked hard on a legit pitch to Disney, but unfortunately never got the license. It would have been a shame to bury the material, so it became this April Fool's. Um, It became this year's April Fool's. Maybe someday Disney will reconsider? So this seemed like them just trying to drum up the hype to then be like, Disney? Yeah. Like, they, they used April Fool's as like a as a tool to try to 
get the game to work. Uh, yeah. This seems malicious, and I don't like it. Oh, I know, because it was a while back. Disney said like they would be open. They were gonna like look into making more video game, like partnering with video game publishers to make more video games based on their properties. Given how successful Star Wars and you know Marvel have been, so if this is a way to do that for a publisher to or a developer to throw their hat in the ring, might as well. I yeah. mean, they shouldn't have announced it like that. But that's the th- they should have yeah. just said, "Hey, uh, we tried to pitch this to Disney and it didn't work out." Uh, then people would be like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing! This should have worked out. I would have bought that. It would have been amazing." Instead, they showed it as an April Fool's. And that's that seems pretty uh yeah nefarious. Uh anyway, a real Street Fighter tie-in called Neko Drop. This is a game you can play right now at game.capcom.com slash CFN slash SFV slash Neko Drop. Uh I will play it right now. Real quick. I'm gonna mute the tab though, because it's just it's it's a Street Fighter style, uh, friggin' what do you call these puzzle games? It's like match four, match three puzzle games. Okay. Uh, it's stupid. You can see it on screen right now. It's very dumb. Uh, and that's that. <laughs> um, a Tales of fighting game. So you know, Tales of what? Sisteria? Uh, Lymphonia? there's a bunch of them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of Tales games. Uh, this seems like something people would actually want. You know, Tales of is one of them animated games. Yeah, Tales games. of Symphonia, whatnot. Um, yeah, this seems like people would be stoked to play this. I mean, the backgrounds look... The actual game looks like kind of like it's... They just... They didn't put a lot of effort into it because it's just uh-huh. an April Fool's joke. But... um. I feel like people would be super down to play a game like this. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them April Fool's jokes that's uh probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Uh Zombie Army, which is a game I've never heard of. I've heard of Zombie Army, but it's like one of those games where it just like, it just comes out and like it gets a lot of buzz and then immediately dies. Uh well when did it come out? Because it must have died for a while. <laughs> Because I remember, like, Zombie Army Trilogy was, like, a PS Plus game and a game with gold, like, in consecutive months. And, like, a lot of people were talking about it. Then, it just, then you know, nobody talked about it again. And then Zombie Army 4 came out. Mm-hmm. And the hype train, you know, built up again. And then it immediately died again. Well, they're apparently... Uh, the team at Rebellion North have been working hard bringing Zombie Army Trilogy to, to Nintendo, and it's a Game Boy game. That's another thing. Rebellion has made a lot of video games, most of them bad, and somehow mm-hmm. they are still in business. <laughs> licensing. You don't have to make good games if you're just doing licensed games. Yeah, I guess. Um, they also own 2000 AD, which is the comic book magazine that features judge dread oh there's something for you i'd like to note that this is not the correct resolution of a game boy screen so obviously fake yeah uh anyway what else we got a fake death stranding movie poster this seems more like fan art than a april fool's joke because it's from this guy uh hiko san mm-hmm. and i don't know who he is 
but it is a cool looking uh, persona style like yeah uh, uh booby poster but yeah this seems more like fan art than an actual april fool's joke overwatch has googly eyes well <laughs> no boy there it is uh i put other articles in here because there's better examples this is probably the best april fool's joke so if you're playing overwatch now will this ad get out of here if you're playing overwatch right now everybody's just gonna freaking have googly eyes uh, there's some googly eyes, but like literally everybody, like all the characters yeah. have googly eyes, even Bob, the, the, like the alt for yeah, yeah. the girl, whatever her name is. Uh, even the robots have googly eyes, even, um, the dragons. There's a, there's a tweet that has a, a video of the dragons coming out and, uh, the googly eyes are just going all over. Oh yeah, this. yeah, I see that. Yeah, <laughs> that is very good. That is, I think, the best one that is on this list. Anyway, Dragon Quest Walk fitness promo. I don't really get this. Uh, it's a, it's a fake Dragon Quest app that is like you know like, I guess tracks your walking and tries to get you fit. Yeah, fitness is in right now. Uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Final Fight slash Box Boy crossover. Here it is. I'd play that. Oh, he uses his face as an attack. <laughs> uh, a fake Akira fighting game that could become a real thing because fighting EX layer did. Wait, did this, is it Akira? No, Arika. I read that completely <laughs> wrong because I I saw I watched I went through all these before. Yeah, and I was like Akira. I don't remember Akira. Now this I don't understand. This is all some Japanese nerd yeah. stuff. Uh, oh, it says April Fool's. April Fool's title. Yeah, I don't really get that one. Uh, Ocean Horn Virtual Boy Port VR Edition. I'm surprised that there haven't been a lot of like Virtual Boy ports and Virtual Boy revivals uh, ever since VR became a thing again. It's because Virtual Boy sucks, Will. I mean, nobody the likes itself it. Itself sucks, but like the game, like the actual games on it, some of them were okay. Name one, Will. Telro Boxer. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> My roommate had a Virtual Boy. Really? Growing up. I remember playing it at his house. Does I don't he still know have what, it? I don't know what the hell happened to it. But even then, I was like, this thing sucks. <laughs> um, Oceanhorn. Uh, the first one is not good. Uh, it It's a mobile Zelda knockoff. It's a Wind Waker specifically. Yes. Um, and then it got ported to the Switch. Yeah, and people, people, were, it was getting like good reviews, and I was like, "You're only giving this a review." I mean, it only got good reviews because on the phone, there's no Zelda games. Yeah, and like the fine, you know what? If that's all you got, then here's your way to play Zelda. On the Switch, we got the best Zelda actual games. Zelda. Yeah, so we don't need this nonsense. But anyway, mm. uh, here's a joke of a Virtual Boy port for. Ocean Horn. Uh, and it's just... Well, actually, they're, they're saying it... It says Ocean Horn VR at the end because this looks nothing like a Virtual Boy game. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just red. Ha ha, funny. All right. Uh, a fake Guilty Gear platforming lobby system that also should probably exist. So Guilty Gear, the fighting game. Yeah. They're doing like a, like a pixel or voxel looking... Um, like lobby system, so like yeah. fights, you can do this stuff. 
Cool. That looked like a lot of effort. A retro game all about Fe, the mascot of Fire Emblem Heroes. Get it? Fe, Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. Uh, which is apparently an owl. I didn't know this, even though I played this game before. Uh, and it looks all pixelated retro and stuff, and it looks pretty cool. Neat. Uh, and the last one is Sori brings up D4, which is still an open wound for D4, for this D4 fan. I don't know what any of this means. Swery is the creator of uh, Deadly Premonition. Uh, and he's got another game coming out on the Switch soon. And I think D4 was his first game. This looks like Deadly Premonition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just a picture that says, David, which do you prefer, mustard or hot sauce? And then it says, this is a picture for April Fool's five years ago. Do you remember, Zach? And then there's an, it's a, it's a reply to another tweet he has. Yeah. Everybody, please keep distance. Uh, York knows how long distance we need to prevent infection for COVID-19 during dinner with others. Stay safe. And then it's a picture of a guy being like across one of those really long dinner tables. Oh, yeah. And that's it for the April Fool stuff. And All there's right. A, there's, of course, Wolf Den, who did a really great April Fool's joke at the beginning yeah. of their podcast. Yeah. Uh, talking about Chacon the Forever Man. Have you ever made, heard of Chacon the Forever Man? watching Joe Exotic's web series. <laughs> Would you like me to read the plot of Chacon for, uh, the Forever Man again, Will? No, I'm good. Are you sure? Please no, donate $100. You should, you should watch uh, Tiger King if only to see Joe Exotic's web series set up. Because, I've seen him before, but I've never seen the setup, or I've never seen the because like they take you behind the scenes of his studio, and I and I was very impressed with um his what he with his live show equipment. Mm -hmm. it, it's more professional than us. A lot of these people just throw money at stuff, you know, like equipment. Yeah, like how does it look though? Like I'm sure he's got a lot of great equipment, but does it look good? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, even these freaking, you got these uh, cable TV shows, like these talk show hosts, they got unlimited budgets. Yeah. And their home setups look like trash. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Well, I mean, they've had to, like, especially now, they've had to hobble it together, you know, with just what they have around them. You know, yeah, they haven't but... been doing this for, like, four years like we have. Come on, man. You could do better than that. Yeah. I'm like disappointed. <laughs> anyway, I guess nobody wants to hear the plot of Chacon the Forever Man again. Nah, we're good. Uh, all right. Uh, the last, I mean, there's nothing going on this week. No. The last story I have here is the Nintendo Direct of last week that we never got to talk about. Correct. Uh, this happened last Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I figure we'll plow through this. Since this is old news by now, uh, you've probably heard about all this stuff already, but we, you never heard it from us. Yeah, and we are the authorities on the Nintendo Switch. Yes, you bet your you bet your bottom dollar, Will. Yep. Good job. That was the first thing they showed. Yeah. It's an indie game published by Nintendo. It is a very good game. I put it in my video this week. Uh it, they dropped it that day. Uh it is really really good. It's it's like uh people are comparing it to Duck Game just because you just create chaos. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a it's like an isometric puzzle game. You you play. Uh, well, I'll just read the synopsis. 
good job in this madcap action adventure action puzzle game from Nintendo. Perform hilarious and challenging tasks around a sprawling office building to get the job done by any means necessary, alone or in two-player mode. Good job launches in Nintendo eShop on Nintendo Switch today. That's another thing. I struggled to put this in my indie game video because I knew it was an indie game. But everybody's saying it's a Nintendo game. It was published by Nintendo. Right. But it was developed by it, it, an independent company. Right. Nintendo probably just, you know, kind of like how Cuphead is an indie game, but Microsoft published it. Right. Right. So. Uh, anyway, that game's great. I think it's $20. Yeah, it's $20. Mm -hmm. uh, it's worth $20. If you like, well, look at the trailer first. Because uh, you need to... <laughs> you, I mean, it's a puzzle game, but it's like a fun, you know, quirky puzzle game. Yeah. So it's good. It's it's a it's a fun little romp. Uh, next game they they were talking about some DLC for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Uh, the Black Order expansion pack pack three. It's Doctor Doom versus Marvel's first family. When the Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order expansion pass pack three. Fantastic Four Shadow of Doom. I'm going to read all of that again. Marvel okay. Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order Expansion Pass, Pack 3, Fantastic Four, Shadow of Doom. There are three colons in that? Yes. Yes. Uh, launches for a Nintendo Switch game today. Uh, the new pack adds Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom as playable characters as they fight through a new story campaign. The Expansion Pass, which also includes Pack 1, 2, and 2, and 3, can be purchased for $20. Is this going to get you involved into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 again? Uh, well, since I haven't touched it in a long time, probably no. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the game is very good, and I imagine the expansion passes that they put out have been also very good. I am excited that it is the Fantastic Four. Um, and they also did X-Men, and then the first one was like the Marvel Knights, so like Blade and Morbius and like, you know, the darker heroes of the Marvel Universe. So it's it's a they've done a good job of like showing the whole variety of the Marvel universe in the game. So uh, if you like the game and you've been playing it, you know consistently, definitely get the expansion pass. So but you have not been. <laughs> I have not been. No, because uh, yeah, I was I was playing it for a long time, and then Pokemon came out, and something else came out, and and then I had a kid, and I just don't play video games anymore. <laughs> Donaru in the chat says Ultimate Alliance is the worst Nintendo exclusive game ever made. Now I know that that's not true. What is the worst Nintendo exclusive game ever made, and why is it Pikmin? <laughs> <laughs> no, what is the Man. worst Nintendo exclusive? You got Mario uh, is missing. Mario is missing. Star Fox Zero. So uh, people will murder you for that people like really? star fox zero for some reason yeah really specifically nintendo nintendo really likes star pikmin. fox zero people will murder you for pikmin over people murdering me over star fox zero i, well, I was that. i was joking about i mean i also don't like pikmin yeah. but i don't think it's the worst nintendo game no oh uh devil's third <laughs> although devil's that's on third. pc was it launched on pc no it launched on the wii u well was it uh well, I guess it's Nintendo. His his comment was Nintendo exclusive. Where'd it go? Oh, it's right there. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. There's something 
Devil's Third is an action-adventure hack-and-slash shooter video game developed by Valhalla Game Studios and published by Nintendo for the Wii U. I'm going to look that up right now. Why is it the worst game? Because it was very poorly reviewed when it came out. Um, There's a Scott the Waz episode on it. Yes. So it must be great. <laughs> oh, you play uh, Zaz. Hmm? The freaking Batman villain. Am I saying his name right? Zaz. Zaz. Yeah. Zaz. That's that's my uh, Long Island accent, Will. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. He's playing the drums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like a drummer slash mercenary this slash game looks awesome. It looks awesome, but it's not. Um, AJ said, uh, whoop, I just closed too many tabs. He said Urban Champion. Which oh, is yeah. Game. Yeah, that's a bad game. I don't know this game. That's oh, like, it looks bad. Yeah, it's like a proto fighter. Yeah, it looks very bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing that they had here was Ring Fit Adventure. They got an update, a free update. It adds, uh, you can make the the ring genie thing like a girl. Uh, and there's a rhythm game mode, which is pretty cool. Uh, but we'll skip right over that. Shin Sekai Into the Depths. What is this game? I don't remember this game. Oh, this is that uh, underwater platformer. Yeah. Some people were talking about how this looked interesting. I kind of glossed over this. Why can't I fast forward on their stupid player? Oh, it's made by Capcom. Wow, Capcom's making a game for the Switch. Oh my God, and it's not a port. That's amazing. They made a unique game. Uh, I'd like to just skip to the freaking gameplay. Anyway, I, I wasn't. I wasn't in, big into this. Do you have the synopsis up? Because I'm playing the video. Yeah, but I got food in my mouth right now. What are you eating during a podcast? Oh, get that. You didn't have dinner? I had a giant I did. Before. I'm still hungry. You got problems. I don't know what this is. Some sort of like ocean exploration game, but it's also a platformer. All right. We, we don't need to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. Now, this is interesting. In this remake of the Dragon Riding Classic, players pilot the Blue Dragon through incredible landscapes, battling giant creatures and lethal battleships using 360-degree controls and lock-on targeting. Is it 360-degree controls? I thought it was an auto, like... I thought it was no, on it's, rails. Um, you know, it's on rails, but you can look all around you. Panzer Dragoon Remake launches first on Nintendo Switch as a timed exclusive today. So the day that they launched it. Panzer Dragoon, for those of you born after 1999, um, was a Sega Saturn like killer app. If Sega Saturn had killer apps, it was one of the best games on the system. I think there was two. And then uh, on the Xbox, the original Xbox got its own Panzer Dragoon, Panzer Dragoon Orta, which is a cult classic on that. And now Sega's finally doing something with that property. RGT85 is very excited about this game. Uh, I would like to play it, but I'm not as excited as everybody else about this. Right. Uh, what I am excited about, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Hell yeah! Enter Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy to learn the ways of the Force. Players can customize their Jedi looks and battle online with up to 16 players when Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy launched on Nintendo Switch. Dot, dot, dot. Today! Yeah, buddy! 
Uh, this is, I think, the best Jedi Knight game. And I think that because you get the lightsaber right out of the gate, you don't have to do any hacks to get yeah. the lightsaber. Yeah, it's that de- it's definitely up there. It's one of the it's hands down one of the best Star Wars games ever. Uh I only give the nod to Jedi Outcast slightly because I think it has a better story. Um but you can't go wrong with Jedi Academy. Yeah, I I agree. Jedi Outcast has a better story. It's just that the best part of Jedi Outcast is having the lightsaber and they just it takes what, seven missions to actually get the lightsaber? And Not then, that long. And then when you get it, you can't do much with it. Well, like you don't have any have force your, powers. You have to do your Jedi training and then you have to you go on a mission. Yeah, this game throws you right in with the Jedi stuff. Yeah. Uh but you you're not Kyle Katarn. That's the only problem with this game. Yeah, you're Kyle Katarn's apprentice. Right. Uh you What's create- weird is like yeah, they give you the lightsaber immediately. Mm-hmm. But you can still use your guns and stuff. Yeah. Like, you have all the same guns that you do in Jedi Outcast. I think they swapped the Brayer pistol for Han Solo's gun, the DL-44. Um, but otherwise, you can you can use guns, and when you do, it's a first-person shooter. The guns are useful when you don't have a lot of force powers. But when you that build up... and, your... like, if you do have to attack somebody far away. Yeah. If you build up your force powers enough, uh, you know, towards the end of the game, you're just using the lightsaber the whole time. Yeah. Uh... There is you create your own character, yeah, and there it's is very on- limited character creator. Yeah, very limited, but there is online. Yeah, uh, I will say there's a lot of species for the character creator. Yeah, there is, but it's not like you can make like an accurate version of yourself in the game. Yeah, um, we should note that yes, um, there is online multiplayer for Jedi Academy. However, um, it's cross-platform. It's so, ex- and there and there have been reports of Switch players playing pc players it's accidentally cross-platform yeah yeah and they're just getting like annihilated so they're they're working on a fix for that yeah um i don't know what the fix is gonna be but they're, they're i mean it makes sense because jedi outcast was just a control save as version of the pc game just put on the switch right like it, it wasn't optimized very well for the switch i i mean i think it was very good I mean, no, it's still a good game, but but you no, you're tell. right. It's just the PC game. They did, they barely did anything. Yeah, the like, controls were great. It, yeah, it's well, just. I feel like the sensitivity of yes, you know, of aiming is mouse sensitivity. It's not analog stick sensitivity. So I had to adjust the the sensitivity a lot, and it's yeah. it was still a little weird. But it's because it's the game's freaking old. Yeah, you know, it's 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 not really. It is just a port. They didn't they didn't change anything i am curious because uh i have jedi academy for the original xbox Mm -hmm. and i'd imagine that was a total like change like they made it for the original xbox so i wonder if like that was you know optimized for console play versus uh what it is on the switch which is optimized for pc play will it work on xbox xbox one yeah yeah uh, do you have it? We you should we should do a side by side because I I bet you... I I have it. It was I know it was a game with gold, but I have I have it. It's loaded. I bet you they're gonna control the same. I mean, maybe we also uh, have Jedi Outcast for the GameCube. So I like it's a I think it's a great port. It's just that the game's old. So like we always say it's one of the best Star Wars games. Yeah, people who didn't grow up with 
you know pc games of that time are yeah. probably not gonna think it's a good star wars oh game. no no uh you have to give it a lot of uh credit for the time that it was released i think i honestly because I, I played it a few years ago on pc like years and years ago and i remember it like playing fine i feel like if you were to play this game on pc yes it would be very dated but you can still like work your way through and have fun with it whereas playing it on the switch or even ps4 which it's also on you have to like adjust yourself to it because it it's not optimized for a console part of the problem with the switch for a jedi uh outcast mm-hmm. is that there's no aim assist so right. i i literally had to sit there and like flick the stick and just just to get like the perfect there, I think aiming there's right. motion aiming but it's not yes. as good as like breath of the wild it's actually pretty it's pretty good it's 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 similar to no breath of the wild is like straight up motion aiming uh things like overwatch and warframe yeah it's like you aim and then you use the motion to 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 perfectly like adjust the aim like you use the stick to get a roundabout and then you use the motion to get right like perfect accuracy well that's how i use it in breath of the wild but in Breath of the Wild, you can you can use the motion control all around. You can right. go like this and go everywhere. Yeah. But in like Warframe and Overwatch, you can't really do that. It's just small incremental yeah. uh, adjustments. Um, but I might have just set it up like that. I feel like maybe I just t- put the sensitivity all the way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you gotta mess with the controls. But with Jedi Outcast Two. You use the lightsaber more, so who cares about the aiming? You just yeah. go in a direction and flail your lightsaber around. I'd also like to point out on the eShop site, there's just a random PNG of Kakatar and just standing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to save that. Keeping that. Uh, So that was probably the highlight of the whole Nintendo Direct, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We also got Xenoblade Chronicle Definitive Edition, which we've heard about before. Mm-hmm. Was it a rumor before? No, I think we heard about it. Um, I think now we just got like information and a release date. All right, well, it's coming out May 29th, 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the one with Shulk. Yes. There he is. There's a PNG of him too. Uh, cool. I'm still not going to play it. Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is out and it's great and everybody should play it. Oh, this has a very nice eShop page. Look at that. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's their baby boy right there. (laughs) I just built the houses for my residents in the game. I'm afraid to play it because I don't want to meet my residents until I'm on stream to meet my residents because that's a big thing. Everybody's like talking about their residents in the game. Um, Yeah. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Sword Expansion Pass and Shield Expansion Pass. Uh, I don't think we got like any new information if we did it wasn't any interesting it wasn't anything like to get you more excited for the expansion pass if you weren't already excited for it right with the new pokemon sword and shield expansion pass the sprawling islands in the sea the isle of armor and the frozen snowscape known as the crown tundra will be available in the gala region on the isle of armor trainers can gather at a new oh that's what it was at a new dojo for Pokemon battles to master their skills by training at this dojo players will receive the legendary Pokemon cub foo from the master mustard through training with cub foo training. All right. I'm just going to summarize this. You get a new Pokemon called cub foo. Mm-hmm. There's two towers. If you fight in one of the tower, 
You have to fight in the towers in order to evolve Kung Fu. If you fight in one of the towers, he'll turn into a fighting and water type. Mm-hmm. And if you do the other one, he'll turn into a fighting and something type. Uh, they don't tell you what types. They just tell right. you what the name of the Pokemon is. Um, Urshifu. Urshifu is the is the evolved version of Kung Fu. Right. Uh, but what are the types that he evolves into? Oh, fighting in dark and fighting in water. Depends on what tower yeah. you fight at. So that's it. We got a reveal of a new Pokemon and how to evolve them and stuff. Um, next, Bravely Default 2, which is exciting to some, but not Which is us. not Bravely Second. <laughs> no, yeah. So there's Bravely Default. Mm-hmm. Then there's Bravely Second. Then there's another game. Is there? Yeah, pretty sure. Bravely Default Series. Uh, Wikipedia. In Japan, it's known as Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Uh, um, I, I wish there was Octopath just a list. Octopath Traveler. That's in the series? It looks like it. Bravely Series. Nope. Bravely Default and Bravely Second. That's all it says. Octopath Trap is probably one of those like spiritual successors. Yeah. Anyway, we got Bravely Default 2. It doesn't look like a modern game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a Square Enix JRPG. Are you available to read the synopsis? Because I just pulled up the thing. Uh, f- yeah. For Bravely Second? Just s- skim through it. You don't have to read the whole thing. And this follow-up to the original Bravely Default, four, he- four new heroes of light embark on a grand and glorious mission guided by the <laughs> Elemental Crystals. Like the first game, Bravely Default 2 features a battle system that emphasizes strategy with players deciding when to attack, brave, or when to hold back and wait for the right moment to strike. Default. It's, it's, uh, by, it's by the producer of Octopath Traveler. Yeah. It takes the whole trailer to get to the gameplay and it won't let me scroll. <laughs> That's why I have to sit here and watch it. I feel like we, I've seen this trailer before and not just in the uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, no, this is an old trailer, I think. <laughs> yeah, this is an old trailer. This isn't even doesn't even show the combat. Yeah. That's not even the one that they just show. Okay, whatever. It Anyway. Uh, next, we got the wealth of 2K games. Oh, yeah, we got... Yeah, because they announced three 2K collections for the Switch. This was another big deal. Uh, XCOM 2, yeah, sure, whatever. Borderlands uh, Legendary Collection. It's Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, and Borderlands the pre-sequel, plus all the DLC for those games. Well, That means Will's going to play all of them, right? Yeah, every single one. Well, it's on the Switch. I have to. Uh, but we got Bioshock Remastered, Bioshock 2 Remastered, and Bioshock Infinite, the complete edition. Yeah. Which, well, is, which is, I think, the biggest deal out of all. So here's the thing. It's the Bioshock Collection, which is all three games, but... Uh, they're making it so you can buy each game individually. Oh, that's amazing. So you don't have to get the collection. If you just want to play Bioshock Infinite, you can just get Bioshock Infinite. That's great. Yeah. Uh, do we know what the prizes are going to be? Uh, it's already up on the shop right now. I think you have to 
put in your age for every single one. <laughs> well, because they're all rated M for mature, Bob. Can't have yeah, a 15-year-old. Freaking have a, a Nintendo account. They should know. It doesn't have a price for the collection. Oh. Uh, what about this? Nope, no, pr- no price yet. No price for the individual games? Uh, nope. At least I think you can only put one. the price if it's available for pre-purchase. Uh, uh, it's, apparently it's not. Yeah. Anyway, here's a big piece of information. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the first fighter in the Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter Pass Volume 2, will be joining the battle from the Nintendo Switch games arms, Will. Oh, I know you're excited We're for finally it. Finally, getting that arms character. The fighter will be announced and released this June, so we know it's going to be an arms character. We don't know which character. Yeah, um, and uh, off the back of this, I think they said arms is going to be the whole game is just going to be playable for free for a limited time. Yes, I have the demo. You can just download the demo right now off the eShop. I should do that. There's you got to be careful. Though. There's two versions of the demo. Yeah, isn't there like a like a punch test or whatever they called it? Yeah, you need to go on the eShop on your Switch. If you yeah. do it on, on the eShop page, there's a... Because this is what I did, and then somebody yelled at me. Uh, yeah, this. Download demo. This is the wrong demo. Yeah. You have to go to the eShop page on your Switch and click, like, download preview or something like that. And yeah. it's the full game, and it's going to be up for a couple more days. Uh, I have not played it. I haven't played ARMS since a preview event in tw- in January of 2017. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like this game. And then I never played it again. Uh, I'm cool with an ARMS character being in Smash. I think it should have been there at launch. But it's a DLC. People are pissed. Nobody wants any Nintendo characters anymore. Yeah. I think we all got spoiled by, like, you know, f- all the third-party characters. So... Yeah, it's a little... Especially the last one was Byleth. Yeah. People are itching for a third-party character. This one, they're saying, is taking an extra long time to develop because the arms are very long. <laughs> That's literally what it says in the trailer. I, I believe it. I think it's also delayed partly because of uh, the Kabona virus. Yeah. Although this is probably done. Other other ones are probably delayed, so maybe they're delaying yeah. this one to... to in preparation for the uh, for the future ones. Um but yeah, I'm very interested to see how this guy's going to play. I'm fine with an arms character being in Smash. I just think that the DLC should be more third parties and less first parties. Well, like, yeah, they, like many... they knew arms was coming out, why didn't they put it in the game in the beginning? Well, probably cuz they didn't know how arms would perform. If it's not if it didn't, you know, perform well and people didn't want it, they're not going to want to promote that. Did it perform well enough to put it in Smash? It must have. I don't know, man. I think everybody forgot about ARMS. Especially now. Now, who cares? Oh, yeah, by now, yeah, people have forgotten about ARMS, but, like, they would not... Because, you know, have they didn't put Nestor of Nestor's Funky Bowling, which is a virtual boy game, in Smash. <laughs> Did you Google that? No, it just it literally just came to me. <laughs> I like had to dig deep into my recesses of my brain, which is not a place you want to go. Uh, the rumor, the, the speculation is that there's going to be an ARMS 2 announcement. Okay. 
which sounds pretty plausible. Maybe at E3 they'll announce an ARMS 2. Because it's mm -hmm. been so long since ARMS. Why are we getting an ARMS character now? Nobody's thinking about ARMS. Yeah. In three years, you know? So, I don't know. Uh, that's That was a weird one. People were not happy about that. Again, I'm cool with an ARMS character. I just think it's a weird time for an ARMS character. Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. People were excited about this for some yeah, reason. Like, shockingly excited. Um, four in a row? No, I'm not reading all this. It's just a, it's 51 games like checkers, like mahjong, like, yeah. uh, like chess, like uh, backgammon like and solitaire. crap like that. Yeah. Um, but you, it has me's in it. So, like, you use your, like, you know, your, like, Nintendo account. Like yeah. Or whatever. Um, and this it's it's like really you're gonna put checkers in your freaking nintendo direct <laughs> it i mean apparently i forgot but they had one for the ds it was called something different yeah i don't i, mean, I don't know i think it was clubhouse games ds it was just called clubhouse games there it is yeah uh and apparently it was good uh this to me just seems like wow they really just put solitaire in freaking their nintendo direct <laughs> Uh, but okay. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the best solitaire game because <laughs> it's Nintendo. <laughs> but still, it's a weird, weird thing yeah. to do. Uh, then we got Burnout Paradise Remastered. Will? Hell yeah. How do you feel about that? We knew this was coming. For the Switch? Oh, is it a rumor? I think it was a rumor. Might have been a rumor. Yeah. I have never played Burnout Paradise. So now I will. We are big. Um, I feel like we have. I have not. I remember I played a demo for it on 360. It was uh, Games with Gold. Yes. But I mean, like, when the game first came out, I played a demo for it. I on never. 360. I might have played a lick of it. It was weird because it was the first Burnout to go open world. Mm -hmm. And, like, they mess with a lot of it to try and make it an open world game and it like at least for me at the time it was very off-putting like you like little things like when you like fit like you couldn't just restart a race like go to pause menu hit restart race you had to like stop the car <laughs> let the race end like let you like time out or whatever then you had to drive all the way back to the start point that's that's dumb yeah yeah it 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 there's like an open world hub world but apparently that hub world never ended <laughs> yeah and i'm looking at some gameplay footage now um yeah you have free reign of the whole world even yeah during a, a race well yeah because that was the whole thing like they wanted you to like have just dominion over the entire place mm -hmm. and like it's open so you can pick any direction you want to go to finish the race the problem with that is they never gave you clear indication on what direction you should be going. Well, it looks like there's a yellow mark on the map, but it doesn't that should be a lot more prominent than that. So Criterion, who who made Burnout Paradise, mm -hmm. eventually would go on to make Need for Speed Most Wanted, which was also an open world racing game. But that was set up much clearer. Like you, you actually, they actually had like checkpoints to show you where you had to go and like point mm. you in the right directions and stuff. So like, it was much easier to see like how you're supposed to get to the finish line. You could still go pretty much any way you wanted, but 
you know, the forward path was always much, much more clear. Okay. And so you can restart it by like going to the pause menu and just hit restart race. I was wrong about that yellow indication mark. Yeah. That was marking a highway. The race okay. has no indication. There's like a, there's like a, like the a map screen. There's an end goal marker that's off the map screen, but there's no like GPS. Like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, when you use the GPS, it, it marks a path. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It just has the end goal that is off the map screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is dumb. Uh, that is why I never played this game because I heard yeah. it wasn't as good as the other burnouts. Yeah. I mean, apparently, like over the past 10 years, I've heard nothing but people say like how great this game is. I'm willing to give it a shot, but I can't imagine yeah. it's better than Burnout or Revenge or Burnout no. 3. No. I And, you know, Need for Speed Most Wanted was not, I wouldn't say is better than Burnout Revenge, but that was a great game like shockingly good mm-hmm. and it came out like several years after this so whatever refinements that they put into most wanted i don't think are going to be in this game so burnout Re- paradise remastered we've seen already it's come out on it came out xbox. on the xbox one and ps4 yeah did they fix the map system i think they fixed i know they definitely fixed the restarting the race <laughs> they put okay. that in the pause menu uh, I think they like had other tweaks here and there because I, I remember when the game came out, they were like constantly updating it to try and make it better. The next game I have it on screen right now. It's called Fuser. I don't remember this at all from the direct. Oh, oh, this is from Harmonix. It's a music game. Yeah, I re- no, I remember this. They sh- they just showed no gameplay. <laughs> that no, I remember they showed gameplay, but I remember like because like you could barely make out like the bands that, and it was all like crap. I don't listen to, so I'm like, I don't. This looks dumb. I yeah, no, this. I remember this this game. I don't get this at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, take on the role of DJ in this upcoming rhythm game from Harmonix, the creators of Rock Band Fuser. Launch. They had, they literally said nothing about the game. Yeah. Does the eShop have any? I want to know the mechanics, man. The eShop just has like pictures up yeah there's no video from the creators of rock band and dance central comes fuser a non-stop virtual music festival where you can control the music combine elements of the world's most popular songs to create your own sound uh, or partner with friends on epic collaborations then share your amazing mixes and handling performances with the world a headlining performances with the world fuser comes to pc and consoles this fall and the video i played from ign the gameplay had like four colors like you know yeah. like guitar hero buttons mm-hmm. and each one was a different music genre uh i think like you probably mix... yeah i don't know how to i don't know how this works it looks like you mix um you're mixing the songs together yeah like uh yeah like loops yeah like garage band uh i don't i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> I don't want to play the song. I don't want to play the trail, like the the audio, because we're gonna get yeah. Strike. I I will have to wait and see how this game plays, and also what the track listing is. Yes, or if yeah, are they even gonna be licensed? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it is. You can see in the in one of the pictures, it's a uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Long Island Zone, Don't Fear the Reaper, oh, um, yeah. Lady Boy Gaga. Slim, Lady Gaga, uh, Lizzo, Old Town Road. Every everybody likes that song. <laughs> um. I shouldn't say that because that compared to party rock anthem, old town road is freaking stairway. 
Um, anyway, we got King's Bounty 2, which I also don't remember at all. Uh, Turn-based tactics series returns with King's Bounty 2. Immerse yourself in the fantasy world of Antara. Were these games that weren't announced? I don't remember this one either. The next three I remember, though. Ninjala. Yes. Oh, I remember this. It looks like Splatoon, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, Ninjala is a free-to-play. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, up to eight players must battle it out to earn points and claim victory. As nin- as ninjas, players can sprint across stages, disguise themselves, and we uh, and wield an arsenal of skills like heavy-hitting hammers, fast and flashy katanas, and tricked-out yo-yos. Cement supremacy in free-for-all battles or work together in four-on-four team matches. Ninjala sneaks up to Nintendo Switch this May. If it's free to play, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, might as well. Uh, they don't have a video. The art style is kind of Splatoon-y. But, uh, yeah. No, it's definitely Splatoon-influenced. They're not squid kids. They're just kids. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the swords look like Nerf swords. Yeah. It's very strange looking. Who Who's developing it? Publisher Gung Hoon Line. Uh, no developer on here, though. Uh, next one's Catherine Full Bodied. This is all you. You never played it, right? I did. I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all? No, I didn't like it. What did you like? About I didn't get. I didn't feel like because the main, the, like the main, like game part of it, like when the, when you're climbing the tower, mm-hmm. it's very unintuitive. Does not feel good to control. Okay, so this is a. I loved Catherine. Right. Uh, it, it's a very weird puzzle game. Uh, it came yeah. out on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, they remastered it. Well, not remastered. They added some stuff and called it Catherine Full Body. Yeah. Uh, it's finally coming to the Switch. I don't know if I'll replay it. So Catherine's a weird... It's it's, it's very Japanese. It's uh, very, yes. Um. So you play this guy. What the hell is his name? Vincent, right? Vincent, yes. Who looks like my friend Mike B. Yeah. Uh you play Vincent. Uh he has a girlfriend named Catherine with a K. And then he meets another girl, Catherine with a C. And the game, the actual game part, the puzzles take place in your nightmares. So every night you go to sleep and you have to go through this nightmare of this puzzle. Uh and then during the day you go out with your friends to like the pizza place and you hang out and talk about all your troubles. Yeah. Um Catherine Full Body adds a third Catherine, whose name is Rin, I think. Yeah, yeah, which is dumb. But I heard that it's it's interesting in the story. But yeah, it completely changes the story now that there's a third Catherine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like the puzzle part. I thought the gameplay was really fun. It got really hard towards the end. Um, you really just climb this tower. There's Vincent right there, and you just have to yeah. you have to pull and push different blocks to like climb the tower. And there's like hazards in the way like there'll be spike blocks and stuff yeah. and you get abilities that can like make you walk over spike blocks and stuff um i thought the story was cool uh yeah there, i was there, yeah. there there's like a there's like a pandemic where uh guys like have these dreams that they're like cheating on their girlfriends or something oh yeah and they end up dying when they wake up so if you don't finish the puzzle, your character dies in real life. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out there's like demons involved and stuff, and it 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 it's very Japanese, but but I really liked it. P- 
part of why I liked it might have been because I was going through a breakup at the time. <laughs> that might be why. Maybe I have yeah. Attachment to this game. Uh, but I thought Catherine was really good. Uh, also, I mean, I liked the daytime stuff when you're like hanging out with your friends in the bar and like doing things there because like there is gameplay elements in that. Um, and I, the story was interesting. I just when you do the nightmare stuff, it's just so frustrating that I couldn't like actually enjoy it. I'll be honest. Um, I liked the daytime stuff more also, like the pizza place hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Uh, but every puzzle was just a means to get to that part. You know, right. like I liked, I liked the puzzle stuff too, but I was really beating the puzzles just to see what happens next yeah. when he wakes up and what happens next in the story, which I think is still makes for a great game. Um, also, yeah, there's like an arcade machine in the pizza place where you can like learn different things in the game. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I recommend it. And the last thing on this list, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Strap into a pod racer and go for first place in Star Wars Episode One Racer launching on Nintendo Switch. Uh, we don't uh, know that's when. Exciting. Um, that's a good game. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I played it on uh, N64 recently uh, yeah. because it's one of the games that runs in 480. Oh, 480i. yeah. 480i. Yeah. Uh, it is, it looks awesome and controls really good still. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very interested in this. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I was, I said I was interested in what it was going to look like. Uh, I can't find it now, but somebody sent me a screenshot of what it's going to look like because I mean, it looks good if you upscale it and stuff, but yeah. it's still pixels, you know? So, like, they have to remaster this game. I, I'm imagining if it's not... if it, it I'm imagining it's going to look like you're running an N64 through a Super 64 through a Frame Meister. At best, maybe they'll do, like, what Night Dive did with Turok and, like, actually upscale it and, like, clean it up. It'll still be, like, blocky, but well, it'll be so, clean. So we have a picture. Okay. Uh, same same Dodds tweeted to me. And okay. it's a quote tweet from the Star Wars official account. It says, now this is pod racing. Star Wars Episode <laughs> One Racer is back. And it's got a picture of a Nintendo Switch in portable mode playing the game. It's stretched. Um, It kind of looks stretched. But it's polygons. You know? Yeah. Like it, the textures don't look finished or anything. Like they, they look like low res textures and they look well, like harsh polygons too. Uh, the game is on currently on steam. Actually that picture that's in the, the switch tweet is like one of the pictures that's on the steam page for it. Oh wait, there's more. Oh wait, this looks way different. Okay. So, so that picture is probably a Photoshop from the steam page. Yeah. But if you go to the article and you scroll down, there is, you see, pixels okay it's stretched but i don't know if the pixels are stretched i mean did they the pixels do not look stretched i think this is one of the games that you can play in widescreen maybe i know like when this game came out there was a there was a pc port and there was a dreamcast port mm -hmm. of it um so i'm imagining this is whatever is coming to the switch is going to be based on the steam version of it and I'm on the Steam page now, and it doesn't say... It says, relive all the thrills and excitements of the Pod Racer sequence from Star Wars Episode One. 
Hang on tight with afterburners on pod racers maxed out at a simulated 600 miles per hour race in furious competition against 21 opponents. Uh, take on over 21 tracks on eight unique worlds. Uh, avoid hazards such as methane lakes, meteor showers, and Tuscan Raiders. I got methane lakes. Spectacular 3D environments and vehicle sound effects and epic soundtrack taken directly from episode one. So it doesn't say anything about like, uh, you know, remade graphics or like enhanced for widescreen, whatever. So I have a picture here that solves it all, Will. Okay. Uh, this picture right here is the last one that's on the article for the StarWars.com. Okay. Uh the font the you know like the lap and the time and all that those are pixels uh-huh. uh the textures are pixels you can see them the right. pod racers themselves are polygons the textures that are on the pod racers are pixels right so like this last picture you can see the all the ui is pixels you know like how n64 games have like yeah yeah PNGs, they're like png files yeah and they look like trash um the the texture that's on the ground is just a stretched png that has pixels they didn't even upres the textures even a little bit it's just smushed pixels yeah does not look good so i'm on gog.com and -hmm. it's they they also have it's pretty much just the steam version but they have better like resolution pictures of it and yeah it's pretty much the same thing like the pod racer itself is a high quality polygon model Right. Still like flat and stuff, but everything else is like yeah, like low res PNG files. These are the same pictures. Yes. Well, this one's the same. No, this is a different picture. No, these pictures are different. Yeah. Yeah, these are different. Uh these are worse looking, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is different. This is different. That looks the same. Yes. <laughs> the first picture is the same picture that's photoshopped onto the switch. However, yes. even the all the other ones, the all the other ones, the, the, the font is brighter. Now this one is yeah. different. I don't know. They Some of the pictures are different, but this one's the, the one that's on the switch itself is the same. Yeah. Regardless, it's this, this is why it's hard to port N64 games. Yeah. Because they'll look, they'll end up looking like this. It honestly looks better on the N sixty four with the Super sixty four and the really? and everything. Yeah, look, I have footage of it in my Super sixty four. Yeah, 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 no, I know. Uh, you know what? I'll try to pull that up. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm will, I'm very interested to see how this plays out, like on on an actual Switch. Um, I would totally get it because this was a great game. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna get it just to try it out. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is a good game. If you can play it online, that's awesome. Uh, it says split-screen multiplayer for Switch and PS4 and LAN multiplayer for Nintendo Switch. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks. That's unfortunate. All right. Why does this look blurry? <laughs> looks blurry. Oh. How dare you do this in 720p? Yeah, it still doesn't look that great. But no, look at the. I like having the poly, uh, uh, the the harsh pixels on the pod racer itself, right? Instead of having the hard polygons. Uh, I really like the lens flare effect. It looks really cool when there's when you see the pixels of the lens flare. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's one of the best looking and still best, like performing, uh, 
like like it held up the best that game yeah for the no, definitely all right that's it for the nintendo direct that's everything that they announced i think it was pretty weak they called it a direct mini even though it was 30 minutes long yeah uh, I think it's it was called a direct meeting because there wasn't really anything big and crazy to announce. Yeah. Real quick, they just announced like they just threw a bunch of games together. Saints Row 4 reelected, Trials of Mana, Elder Scrolls, Blades, Minecraft Dungeons, Warhammer 40,000, um Mechanic Mechanicus, Mr. Driller, Drill Land, Legend of Heroes, Trails of the Cold Steel 3 and Vigor. Oh, they put these at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I remember some of these. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Blades, I think, was in the... Oh, they, they like, put it in a montage at the end. Yeah. Well, Trials of Mana has a great-looking, like, splash screen. This looks awesome. Uh, Saints Row 4 reelected. You can pre-order now on the eShop. I know that. I think the best announcement... I mean, Good Job is a great game, and it's great mm-hmm. that it was dropped that day. Um, Actually, my tweet was probably the best representation of what I thought. <laughs> uh... Best parts, Bioshock Games, Catherine Full-Bodied, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Panzer Dragoon Remake, Jedi Academy, Star Wars Episode One Racer, uh, and Good Job. The worst part was that all of those reports, except for Good Job, right, and Arms Being in Smash is funny. Um, So yeah, it, it was weak because all of those reports. Yeah. But, and, and like we need, and like Nintendo needs to make an announcement about something very soon. Like that's the only reason people were excited about Nintendo Direct is because there's nothing happening. Yeah. But we still do have a lot of great games. It's just that they're not oh, yeah. first party games. They're probably all games you probably played before. Yeah. And Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody should play Animal Crossing. Uh, anyway, that's all the news we have. Yes. Uh, we can do the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. This is by Ruby, or Ruby Keen Keen. Says wildlife finally returning to Thames. Nature is healing. It's uh, pronounced Thames, the river, the river Thames. Thames. <laughs> and it's a rubber. It's a giant rubber ducky going it's a through big rubber ducky. going through a, a drop that, that bridge. Is, that is cute. I feel like I've had a tweet like this before. For two of the week, nature is healing. And it's like yeah. totally not nature. Anyway, now is when we talk to you guys real quick because it's late. We ran late. Yeah. Uh, so as always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag Wolfden Live. We'd love to comment on last week's Wolfden Live. This is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. But first, we got some super chats. We got yeah, five dollars from King Wannabe. Hey, love you, Viz. Is it safe to use a Pro Controller USB cable to charge the Switch? Uh, it depends on what you're plugging it into. Isn't a pro controller cable, it's USB-C to USB-A? Correct. So I would not recommend that. That's the problem. Like, that cable is safe. What you're plugging it into is probably not. Right. Like, you can get away with using that cable on, like, a a freaking anchor portable battery charger. And, like, yeah. that's it. Um, And the only reason you can get away with that is because they're both licensed by Nintendo. I still don't yeah. think it's safe. Um. Anyway, Holden Drake with five dollars. Stay safe and healthy. You guys are great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, everybody, wash your hands when you're done washing us. Wash your butts too. You should do that. Yeah, once a day. yeah, that's important. Super Saiyan Seven with five dollars. Will have you used that per pretty purple controller yet? I know your quote boss says you can't play anymore, but you gotta sneak in some time, right? 
So I have used my new fancy Atomic, uh, Atomic Purple Xbox One controller. Uh, it's all synced, and I used it to turn the system on, download Sonic Generations, and turn the system off. That's it. It looks pretty, though. It is very nice. It's it's currently displayed on my uh, my coffee table downstairs. Um, Hytham G with $10. Question, do you guys think that this ARMS character is going to be uh, ARMS Spirit Springman? Or the me costume of Ribbon Girl? Or the Springman who will steal a character chance who had, was not a fighter yet? I don't know. What you're talking about, it's a fighter. It's yeah. Uh, the arms character is just straight up another character you could play, like uh, Mario or Ryu or um, Hero or Terry Bogart. They, they um, have not announced which character it's going to be. Right. Some speculation is that each uh, color, like each alt costume, is going to be a different arms character. Right. That's one of the speculations. Kind of like kind of like how Hero is all the different heroes. Yeah, I was thinking that too, um, because there's a lot of characters in Arms, but I feel like that's that's a lot of resources needed to well, do that because that, like every Arms character is unique. That might be why. Well, I don't know. Well, that might be why it's taking so long to develop. Yeah, um, I think they could do different Arms characters that will work similarly. You know, I don't. I think that they can get away with the same thing they did with Hero, like have them all uh-huh. the same. But they just look different. Um, but uh, I think we're definitely going to get Ribbon Girl. We're definitely going to get Spring Man. Like, we're going to get the main ones, you know? Yeah. Or at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I think they need to do something that's, like, a little bit extra for this DLC. Because yeah. it's a freaking Nintendo character. Uh, and that would be the extra, you know, to have every all of them in there. Yeah. Um. Anyway... Uh, did we say now is when we talk to you guys? Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick. We got to plow through this. Whenever we say there's not a lot of news, we end up talking forever. Yeah. <laughs> Get my Discord out of here. Um, we do last week's first, right? No, we do the hashtag first. All right. Uh, Jordan Rands using the hashtag Wolf Done Live. I appreciate your passion for all that you do. Listening to Bob talk about video games always makes me want to play. And listening to Will talk about movies and comics makes me feel better about being so critical, but reminds me to be open-minded. Keep it up. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, Luke Antone, what have you guys been doing during this time that you couldn't have or hadn't had time to do? I did a 30-minute vlog. (laughs) Uh... I'm trying to think because really my days are like kind of the same. Cause like, I still wake up and like go to like my work, like my day job. I just do it from the kitchen table now. Mm-hmm. So, and then like when that's over, I go about my regular day. I work on Wolf Den or I go take care of the kid. So you're just not going to a physical place and, and your, go- your commute wasn't long anyway. No, it was only like, you know, 20 minutes at most i guess like you know i i'm doing i like find more things to do around the house like you know cleaning up the attic and uh f- i took care of like th- some things outside of uh, we gotta jump my wife's my wife's car because her battery died oh because you're not going anywhere <laughs> yeah because not going anywhere gotta take care of that um oh yeah. go, wait do you have you done it yet not yet go 
get the the battery out of our parents' garage. Yeah, no, uh, dad's bringing that. Okay, that's that's the easiest thing to use. Yeah. Um, um, but you've had, or- like, when you had downtime at work, you would do more work at work. Now you have downtime right. and you're home. Right. So doesn't that so, change things? Uh, I mean, I, I get work done faster, I guess. Mm. <laughs> but... See, my yeah. life is exactly the same. The only difference yeah. is I don't go out and socialize like two days a week like I normally would. Yeah. We're uh, starting to watch like movies and stuff again. Like we saw Knives Out, which is great. Everybody should see that. Mm-hmm. The um, Knives Are Out? Well, knives Are Out, as our mother calls it. <laughs> um, saw Tiger King and McMillions, uh, both good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just haven't done any of that. I have been reading more. I have been like going through my comic book collection a lot more, which is been good for me. I, I talked so. about it in the vlog, but the only real difference for me is, well, I had, I didn't really have time to edit that vlog. I ended up just sacrificing my sleep the other day. But yeah, um, what I noticed is everybody is calling and texting and DMing because they're all bored and have nothing to do. Yeah. So they are taking my time away by doing that. <laughs> anyway. We got Ricardo Accioli, who says, when will Will make a video about Speed Racer? This Don't. guy messages me on Twitter Don't and leaves comments in my videos all the time asking me to do a Speed Racer video. How did your Ninja Turtles video do today, Will? Let's see. Uh, Well, yeah, that's the thing. That This will determine whether or not you're allowed to make a Speed Racer video. Hey, 7 out of 10 for the last 10 videos. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Hey, you know what? It's not doing too bad. Yeah. I would say it's not doing too bad. No, it's doing better than like a couple of my other videos have been doing recently. Um, Look, Speed Racer is awesome. The original cartoon, not the Wachowskis movie. I don't like that one very much. (laughs) Um, I would love to talk about the original Speed Racer, but my problem is the algorithm. Yes. And just general YouTube crappiness, you know, so I can't really do something like that and veer off the beaten path so dramatically um if i can work it into a pre-existing video like i probably should have talked about the mach 5 in my batmobile video that would have worked but and there's someone else on twitter who i I always ignore but he he constantly 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 asks me to do a video on like the mid-2000s fantastic four cartoon which he really likes, but it's a crap cartoon. <laughs> and he wants me to explain why. If I do, that's going to tank our viewership substantially. Because there's nothing really uh, like I can connect it to in the greater pop culture zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the Fantastic Four, while yes, is like coming back, is not back in a major way. Pretty much the only time I will ever do that video is if Marvel announces a new Fantastic Four movie. And I don't see that happening for a while because every movie's getting delayed right now. So it's not that I don't take requests. It's that you have to be smart with your requests and think about like the greater YouTube space. Generally, basically. we don't take requests because yeah. they have to fit within the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Or they have to be, we have to be able to make it fit. Like I took a risk talking about Ninja Turtles today. Ebabu. <laughs> uh, says, I've always heard that keeping your phone charging when it's fully charged hurts your battery. Since the switch charges when docked, could it mess with the battery? 
I think that batteries have changed and gotten yeah, smarter. Yeah, so I I remember like reading somewhere and like I saw a couple of videos on it. So now, like at least with smartphones and like modern like devices, they're programmed to know when you hit max capacity. So like, not that they stop taking a charge, but they know not to overcharge. Okay. They know not to keep charging. So. Like for for the most part, like you can leave your phone plugged in overnight, or you could even like you you don't have to do the traditional get it down to twenty and then bring it back up to eighty anymore. You can just plug it in when you need to, and then you know go about your day, and you should for the most part be fine. Yeah, I, I'll I'll say that it's probably not the best thing for your switch, but yeah, it's not gonna be the thing that kills your battery. Yeah, uh, so I it, I would say it's fine if you leave it in the dock all the time. I mean, I because I generally only play in portable mode, I will let my Switch drain all the way down to, like, 15%, and then I'll charge it up again. But, like, my cell phone, like, I'll plug that in overnight if, if it's, like, at, you know, 40% or whatever, and it, it hasn't affected anything. So the worst thing for your Switch would be to trickle charge it. Like, if you play for, like, two seconds and then put it on the charger and yeah. you do that over and over again, uh, that will destroy your battery. Um, for phones... I notice iPhones do this new thing where um, it will say uh, your phone will finish charging at nine. If you have an alarm for ten o'clock, it'll say your phone will finish charging at nine thirty. Yeah, it'll trickle charge all the way up until nine thirty, and then fully charge at nine thirty, which is that's a way to conserve battery. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, last week's Wolf Den Live plowing through. Uh, Bocce the sunset. You're wrong, but Ooh. I la listened anyway. It's a sandbox game. What are we talking about? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. The whole point of the time traveling is to just make the slower parts happen faster. It doesn't even... This is a guy who definitely time traveled and is trying to justify himself. <laughs> it doesn't even decrease the length of the game because there is no end. And Will is wrong. Will. F you, Will. Rossetti doesn't bother for it in the old games. Uh, he only bothers you when you reset the game without saving. So it's probably the same thing that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence the name... Oh, re resetty. Yeah. Uh, no hate, just a few corrections. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm not wrong. I just said it differently than what you said. <laughs> that's a that's a Donald Trump uh walk back. Yep. No, that, I learned that from uh from the Master Ja Rule. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. I forgot that they said the fire festival is fraud. It's not fraud. It's false advertising. Correct. <laughs> Grace Francis, great podcast. Thanks, man. Thank you. A devilish mustard buster. This is a long one. I bet you this is going to be bad. I was maybe a little too critical on you guys in a comment about giving Nintendo an undeserved pass on the one island per Switch issue. Oh. I stand by my complaints, but you guys did end up acknowledging it. Oh, yeah. We did take a while to say, like, it is stupid. Yeah. Uh, I think what you guys went on to say about the technical ch challenges was fair. But it is 2020, damn it. Buying a second console because a second game with a second online account isn't enough is an inexcusable prerequisite to enjoy the game with friends and fam. Thumbs up on the podcast, though, boys. Thanks, dude. Thank you for the thumbs up. Thank you. No, it is, it is a little ridiculous that, um, you know, yeah, like you said, it's 2020 and Nintendo hasn't thought ahead and like making a game specifically for 2020. The, the, the problem is we... Uh, address the concerns people had with that with, with the fact that you can only have one island per switch mm -hmm. and we were like it's stupid how people are so critical about it blah 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 and it took us a long time to say 
but it is stupid that you can only have one island per switch like the yeah we were people were tanking reviews because of that like the user reviews were being tanked because of that yeah but uh actual reviews from review sites weren't even acknowledging that because they didn't even notice when they were doing their reviews yeah um the whole situation's dumb but it is stupid that that's even a thing that has to happen and it took us a while to get to that point Josh Boyda says, I'm looking at getting an Xbox after I graduate college this year. Should I get a Series X or an Xbox One X? Uh, now's not a good time. Uh, well, it's weird because... We don't like, know yet if the Xbox Series... Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. His question is Xbox Series X or Xbox One X. Yeah. We don't know yet if the Xbox One X, like how it's going to perform in comparison to the series x like we don't know in what way games are going to be backwards compatible well as far as we know forwards compatible i should say as as far as we know the xbox series x will play every single xbox one x game for Um, a time what for a period of time well, I'm talking. No, the new system will play everything from the old system. Oh, correct, correct, correct. I'm so I'm sorry. And but as of right now, the old system will allegedly play games that come out for the new system, uh, exclusives. Right. Well, I think in I think in general, it, it sounded like a, like like it can also be third parties, but they have to be on board with it. Right. Which means it like it's more up in the air. Yeah, so I would say I would my say my answer wait. is yeah, Series X or at least wait until E3 time so that we know exactly yeah. the specifics of because what the Xbox One X can do. If you're strapped for cash then the Xbox One X might not be a bad option because, you know, if it can play, you know, future games, then you probably won't need to upgrade to the Series X for a while. Just wait for it to go on sale. Of course. When the Series X comes out because yeah. right now let's see the Amazon baby. Oh, actually, three hundred and nine bucks is not a bad price for an Xbox. Yeah, I was gonna say X. like it was on sale a while ago for like a lot less than what it usually sells for. I paid five hundred bones for this bad boy that's sitting next to me right here. <sighs> Poor guy. Oh, uh, AW says only clocked it a few episodes ago, but is that a picture of Claire Bennett behind Will? I don't know. What. Uh, yes. Oh my the, God! The cheerleader from Heroes. <laughs> Yes, I didn't even remember who that yes, was. Yes, uh, I got her autograph. I think um, it's when season two of the show happened at New York Comic Con. I was back when you can go up to celebrities and just get their autograph in New York Comic Con. I was uh, there. Yes, oh, this we is the have picture. a picture with her. This is the, somebody else got it's on Google Images. Somebody got the same picture. Yeah, yeah, we got a picture with her, and I waited online with you guys. I never watched Heroes before. <laughs> I was just hanging out. And yeah. I also got a picture with her, and I don't even know who the hell she is. Yep, yep. She is also, I forgot her character's name on um, Nashville. She's on the show Nashville. I think She's, that uh, was my first uh, Comic-Con. It might have been. Do you know what year that was? Uh, I can look it up. Hold on. I'm also trying to go through my Facebook pictures to see if I can find <laughs> that oh, wait, picture. Wait, I have... I saw the pictures for that. Well, anyway, that was the last one from last week. Now we're in yeah. the actual chat. Uh, 
Anyway, we got Bryce Graham who says, dude, so do I. People be tripping about the Joy-Con holders, but they're really nice. The Pro Controller is good too. I really like it, though I don't own one, but I've played with one on my friend's system. I think he's talking to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Com- New York Comic Con 2007. That sounds like it was probably my first one. Yeah. Um, that was also the Comic Con uh, we met Chuck D. <laughs> Oh yes, and I said I asked him a really stupid question just because I wanted to talk to him. You asked him. I re- I remember this. Don't ask me why I remember this. But you <laughs> asked him if that was really Scott Ian rapping on "Bring the Noise," and I knew it was. I just wanted to talk to him. Yeah, but he was like, "Yeah, that was Scott. Scott's a really good rapper." Yeah, no, he was really cool about it. Yeah, I don't even think my Facebook goes back that far. No, I just I just have the pictures on my computer hard drive for some reason. All right. Well, if you find it, let me know. All right. Uh- um, Justin Gonzalez says, "How do you all feel about Arms and Smash? Uh, I think it should. I, we talked about it before. I think it should have yeah. been way earlier. I don't think it should have been a DLC character. Uh, we got two dollars from Thomas Nolan. This just in. Hayden Penetier. That's her name. That is the actress who played Claire Bennett on the show Heroes, a show that was good for one season and only one season." <laughs> Uh, Cameron said, uh, Cameron Borgeson says, uh, love your vids. I really enjoy watching them during the holiday season. For some reason, keep up the good work. Thanks, dude. Thank you. You can watch whenever you want. Uh, Noah Creighton, should I get a PS4 for all the new games like Persona and Final Fantasy or wait for a PS5 and hold out, uh, on the new remakes? I think it's still up in the air if every game is going to be backwards compatible, right? They they clarified, they like backtrack and tried to clarify that where they said like more than a, the top 100 games are going to be playable on PS5. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that, you know, it's not going to be like day one, every game is going to be playable. Right. I think they're going to like slowly add to it as time goes on. Like they're like they're doing with the Xbox One. I think they're integrating, they're making sure it's integrated better. The ability to play PS4 games on a PS5, but I, I can see them not doing every single game all at once. Uh, we also so, so the answer to that question, uh, we don't know. I mean, may mm, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kate McCat says, do you guys think that when Bioshock 4 is finally finished, it will be on Switch now? Also, what plot lines would y'all want to see? I'm hoping for late-stage capitalism commentary. Do we know that it's even in development? There was talk about there's a new... They're, like, working on a Bioshock game, but it's not with Ken Levine or Irrational Games. Um, So it's probably not going to be that deep of a story. It'll it'll probably be something stupid. (laughs) You know, it'll, it'll probably, like... It'll probably be like one of those games where like it, it thinks it's saying something like meaningful and deep, but it's really not. Uh, Anthony Anderson says, hey, Bob, have you tried Hyperkin's smart boy with the Game Boy camera yet? Does it work? No, because it's Android only. Because, I mean, you need a freaking Game Boy emulator. Yeah. Or does it come? Is there an app? I don't know. But no, I haven't even tried that yet. Um... 
somebody also complimented you on your uh, video today oh thank you yeah oh. i'm getting a lot of compliments on it you know what i noticed in the ch in the comments i don't typically read i haven't been reading the comments a lot but i went through this i think like only one person said something to me about my statement that ninja turtles 1990 is better than every film in the mcu <laughs> that is um a bold That's statement boldest statement i've ever made also what one person not one person like came at me for it also cannot possibly be true <laughs> i need to rewatch that movie i cannot imagine that i mean i stand by it <laughs> is so is the first ninja turtle the one where he uh rap rolls on a taxi and he goes was that just a big turtle no what was that <laughs> ah some big turtle yeah, yeah, still going to LaGuardia? yeah uh, anyway, it was Hunter Davidson who said, love the Ninja Turtles video today. Brought back a lot of good memories. Thank you. And I see Bruce Patrick uh, saying I should check out uh, Oliver Harper's video on the Ninja Turtles movie. I think I will. I will add that to my watch later. Uh, King Wannabe says, he's not wrong to me. <laughs> and then Nibby says, bro, cooking mama. <laughs> anyway. Hey, that got announced for the Switch. Did it? I think it did. I almost copied his entire comment with the bro included. Uh, four days ago, Cooking Mama Switch gameplay. There you go. I guess. Oh, three days ago, it's a what? What Cooking Mama Cook Star? Is this a new Switch game? Oh yeah, that's the new one. Did it just come out? Yeah, uh, yeah, it came out like recently. Why is there no eShop page? Where's the freaking eShop page? Oh, Reddit. Do not buy Cooking Mama Cookstar. <laughs> uh, I was so excited, but my God, it's horrible. It looks like a Wii game, and it tries to play like one using the Switch's mediocre con uh, motion controls. The multiplayer is a poorly skinned clone of a couple Mario Party mini games. Okay, we get it. Uh, all right. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. Here's some gameplay I'll put on screen right now. Uh, I don't think it's 1080p. Oh, this looks weird. I mean, it looks like Cooking Mama, dude. What do you expect? <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single night at what? No, every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of Wolfden Live, maybe you don't want to see the whole thing, you want to see just a little bit, or maybe send the clip over to your buddy, then head on over to Wolfden Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Apparently that guy was spamming Cooking Mama. I'm sorry I, uh, I'm sorry to the mods that I justified his spamming. I didn't <laughs> see any. I only saw his one thing. I apologize. Uh... Anyway, go to YouTube. Uh, uh, go to youtubecom Wolf, which is my personal channel, and watch a 30-minute-long video of me talking to my parents. <laughs> um, and uh, go to Twitch.tv/WolfDen to see more Animal Crossing. Even though I said I wouldn't be streaming on there as much, 
I got nothing better to do because I'm yeah. at home doing nothing. Uh, we'll see you all later. Goodbye. Bye. Wash your hands. Wash your hands and your and your butts and your butt and your beards. Yeah. <laughs>